0: Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef I'm
1: Kevin Christie. No sound effect. No, that counts as a sound effect.
2: No, it doesn't. Yeah, because it's, it's. No, those
1: are words. Sound effects are non-words. It's your impression of a sound nope. effect. Nope. No. No. So what is it? It's me, sentence. Me stating to our listeners that I'm not going to do that thing anymore. At oh, least. Oh, you're now. done with that. I don't know that I even think about it. You're
0: done until they forget. Yeah, and then boom. Yeah, then I'm right back in it. Yeah. Well, real important stuff. Um. Thank you guys For coming to my Fuck yeah My uh, album taping It department. went really well Yeah Yeah it I was, was there it was, You were there Saturday <laughs> night Giving out skate decks Fuck yeah To adults that are not gonna ride them Yeah I <laughs> remember at one point You were like Someone won one and you're like, do you shred?
2: <laughs> you asked the guy
0: if he shred. <laughs> and he might have been like, I don't know what that means, but give me that skate duck. Like, I won it fair and square. Yeah,
1: I won it fair and square. Yeah.
0: So, to all you were like, oh, maybe I was going to go to the show. You didn't win a fucking skate duck. Nope, you didn't. Um, the shows were fucking great. Yeah, great crowds. Yeah, there were a few people that listened to the show
1: that came. Good. Which is fucking awesome. Good. Um, some folks from Tum Yetto came out. That was dope. What's that? Tum is the uh, parent company of Toy Machine. They oh. they're like the distribution company. Awesome. So they run they run Toy Machine and Foundation skateboards and awesome. bro style grip tape and pig wheels. Yeah. Okay I had a Decline b- footwear I had a bunch of
0: dudes On bikes show up Yeah I saw that picture <laughs> I went out there I was like Yes <laughs> All these bikes Are like fucking Like cabled to a nice. tree And a post Nice And then the best part is Two of them couldn't get in Because their uh, Driver's licenses Were expired <laughs> That's such a biker Whatever man I'm not driving a car anymore Anyway I don't have to renew this That's amazing Then cut to them Trying to go to a bar They're like Oh Oh, wait (laughs) I I, should get this I do want to get drunk (laughs) (laughs) This is still a legal form Of identification (laughs) Um, But to those of you Who made it I appreciate it It was There were were great shows Um, We're editing And mixing uh, The album now It should come out Before the end of July I hope Photo shoot next week For the cover Oh shit yeah um if anyone knows anything about vinyl pressing where to get it done somewhere like not expensive whatever whatever uh let me know hit me up email me twitter whatever anywhere um contact at com if you have like a bunch of information you want to relay to me I'd like to do a limited vinyl run some people have asked it'll be a small run obviously um so if you know anything, uh, let me know. That'd be awesome. And then you can look for it digitally. I'll, I'll recap when it's about to come out with a specific day. But it'll be on allthingscomedy.com. Because people were asking that night. Oh. They're like, hey, where do I get this? What's it called? I'm like, no name. And there's only a few places so far. It's called relax.com. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the excitement was cool. <laughs> but the first two places will be allthingscomedy.com and iTunes. And then it'll eventually be everywhere else pandora spotify sirius xm all those places and then uh final if that is doable in the foreseeable future anyway thank you once again now our guest for the week Brian stout fuck yeah good very dude. very funny very funny guy a good dude and very funny yeah he's both yeah sometimes it's like yeah he's a good guy like so that means he's not funny <laughs> in this case it's both yeah um smart guy opinionated there wasn't a dead moment nope. on this thing it went for like a good 90 minutes before yep. we fucking knew it we talked about a lot man um we got into some comedy talk but like kind of topical comedy talk like yeah. the whole being offended thing what's right mm-hmm. and wrong is because Stout's pretty dark you know yep. his stand up's pretty dark yeah man it's great he's from El Paso we talked about that yep. who would have fucking guessed uh-huh. he's from El Paso, Texas I know um and then hit some of his days in San Francisco and, uh, and all that going on the road. Yeah. Um, it was a good episode. Uh, he's a good dude. We're glad we could have him on. And, um, yeah. Enjoy the shit out of this one. Where are you anywhere this week? I think I'll be at the comedy store. I think I will be too. I almost was like, I'm taking the whole week off. You should. You earned it. Yeah, but I already, I'm always, I'm already like, all right, i already going to start new. I'm going to start the new, the new all stuff. Right, fine.
1: Um, <laughs> Because during the days, it's going to be me listening
0: to my own voice.
1: In tribute to Nick's diligence, I will be at the Comedy Store doing the oldest jokes I can remember. <laughs> I'm going to try to really take it back. I'm going to try. In fact, I'm going to do it today. Uh, comedy Time posted a clip of me online that I asked them to take down. Because it's literally 10 years old. I'm going to do that bit.
2: Yeah.
1: And I'm going to I'm gonna try to just really mine the old stuff. Stuff that doesn't apply to me anymore We're gonna do that So come to the comedy store See outdated <laughs> shit I no longer believe in um,
0: I think I have one on comedy time too That's like a decade old I'm like yeah. what the fuck They posted it today I was like why are you mad at me Yeah <laughs> It's weird. Yeah. People just get a hold of shit, and they're like, this is ours now. We will yep. make money off this, and you will get zero dollars. You want
1: to know what I got for that bit
0: online? I got a glass that said the Ice House on it. I got the same one. <laughs> it's in my <laughs> cupboard right now. It's not a bad glass. I like the glass. Yeah. In yeah. a way, I like getting, like, glassware from comedy yeah. clubs for some reason.
1: The glass is cool. It's got a bear on it. and says Ice House with snow letters, which I love snow letters. Yeah. That's the same one I got. That's so funny. Yep.
0: Um And tomorrow, I'm not going up tomorrow because I'm watching St. Paul and the Broken Bones. You're welcome. Thank you for being on a TV show and not able to go. Man, I want to go to this so bad. Um, I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, just send me a fucking (laughs) TwitPig. I will. I'll send you a a video to your phone. Cool. But not of the band, of just me enjoying it. (laughs) Of me smiling and going, yeah, this song. Man. Um, All right. I'm sure
1: it'll be... Dude, they'll come back in like six months. They're yeah. only getting bigger. That thing, it'll be but it'll be a huge venue that's gonna be less cool. The El ray is so ideal. For that band, the El ray is gonna be perfect. Fonda would be good. There's so many venues. Yeah, like maybe they will be Fonda next, that's true. Yeah,
0: even Orpheum where I saw Eels is yeah. a great one. There's okay. a lot of those types You're right. of
1: there's a, there's a few venues before we get full Will Turn with them. Yeah,
0: Will Turn would be a little yeah. too
1: big. Yeah. I mean it would be
0: great for them as a band.
1: Oh no, I hope they get there soon. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, all right, guys. We'll uh, we'll keep this. one. Whoa, shit. We'll We're already at fucking seven minutes. Oh, to cut it off. Uh, enjoy this episode. Thank you, Ryan Stout. Thank you, guys. Somebody, somebody, coming over my eyes.
2: Somebody, somebody, somebody coming over
3: my eyes. You we know, so would, would open with a sketch
0: with Malcolm sitting there with his family. Do you remember that? Yeah, Yeah. And happened. like one night stand
3: and every every single one of them all of his family members are all upset that he didn't become uh, a stand-up comedian they're like why are you a doctor Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't matter. Comedy. Yeah. That's what you need to be doing. <laughs> right. And he's fighting them on it, and they're like, just try it. And so they have this like sketch to begin, and then like a sketch at the end, and then they called that the special. And I always hated the sketch portion of all of the stand-up. They were, oh, they're so never bad. good. Well, even Seinfeld. Seinfeld, I'm telling you, for the last time, they're like at a funeral.
2: Yeah. Remember?
3: Mm. And they've got the coffin... And it's got all the scraps of paper in there, and Gary Shandling is trying to pocket some of them. Yeah. yeah, and and he's like, "This is a great bit," and Jerry's like, "Fine, take it." Well, Just you're
1: talking. You're talking about an idea that they came up with long she, after yeah. everything else. It was like, "Hey, you know, you yeah, have been working on this hour forever." Yeah. yeah. What's a what's another? Can you come up with just another fun idea for it? Like no, it's I've done be thinking. A, it's a yeah. combination of a comedian who's probably never written a
0: sketch, never Maybe wanted you, to be in a sketch,
3: never, never
1: had, had any interest in director. Sketch. That's like I've never directed sketch. <laughs> these are very <laughs> funny try. people that probably could have got into sketch comedy in some manner if they wanted to. Right. And it was also didn't. before everyone had to do all that stuff. Hey,
3: I know we've got all these cameras in a theater and yeah. they're stationary, yeah. but why don't we go mobile and try to light a whole <laughs> different (laughs) different. different things someplace else most
0: of the sketches took place in the parking lot of the theater let's spend an extra 30 grand instead of giving it to you we should hire actors definitely they should learn lines yeah did i remember when i saw one of bill hicks's specials Mm -hmm. his videos i was like his last one or something like that and that one was like he he rode in on a fucking horse there was like a whole video (laughs) and he had like this cowboy hat thing and a long Uh coat and I watched it, and I was like, "Please let this end now." I like this guy. Right. I <laughs> like, want to keep watching this because I am hating it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets off stage, and then it cuts to like you know the stage as if he literally rode the horse to mm-hmm. the venue, and the curtains open. He walks in, and takes off the hat and the coat. I'm like, "This is <laughs> this,
3: this is needs brutal. to end. No more."
1: Yeah, you should be able to find the guy who did that. And like, why'd you do that to him, I man? Know, know,
3: well, yeah, and you wonder if it's just some asshole saying we need it to be an hour. We need it to be exactly an hour, otherwise we can't use it.
1: I feel like that's some dick at HBO who was like, No, we always do a fun sketch. Yeah Like basically And he directs it Like someone in HBO Is the guy who directs
3: or it Or they too. just did it one time And they just assume Oh well that's what That's how it's done yeah, Some fucking some, executive yeah, somewhere Sits executive, behind a desk like, And well, says well Let's put the comedian In a position They should never be in but, <laughs> Yeah And just force them
0: To deal with that
2: but, and It's the, fine
0: And their has like But it's just more Funny stuff in it
3: Right So let's do it Well fucking Warner Brothers They decided No you have to have A funny song that's uh-huh. always going to be it. So Robert Schimmel, you write a funny song. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I, I don't write songs. Yeah, There's I've nothing in my one. comedy <laughs> yeah. that's musical at all. Have you seen my act that yeah. you purchased? <laughs> it's so disappointing.
1: I feel like that's like, have you seen my act? It's just like, have you have you met me? Yeah. This is when you I remember Bobby Lee telling me he's like, yeah, I went to a college or I, he got some job or like a corporate thing. Like, we need you to be completely clean. He's like, have you fucking met me? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen my act? Did at you? All? Do you where, know what you where, purchased? Who, who yeah. told you about me? Yeah. How uh-huh. did this happen? Did I just come up in like a raffle? Yeah.
3: Well, it's strange that people think that the comedian will just write write a whole new hour. Yeah. You're you're playing for veterinarians. Just go up there and. Do yeah. a whole veterinarian
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you a couple of details on, yeah. on vets mm-hmm. and, then, I mean, and then write 60 minutes. What do you think we're giving you $400 material.
3: for? We're giving you $400. It's
1: interesting that the normal reaction to stand-up I get from people is, A, I don't know how you do that, or... Why can't you just do like a new hour in ten seconds? Yeah. Like it's, it's either is it the easiest thing in the world or I can't even fathom those how are the you do two types of crowds. They're the people that
0: are like they respect it and are almost in awe of the art form where they're like, wow, that must be really difficult. And it's like it's so creative and cool and sure. I love comedy. Or it's people that are like. Dude, it was all right, but you could have probably talked more about this. And like, Have you ever thought of doing this joke? Right. Those are the yeah. two people. Well, and I even look at that as two different
3: ends of the scale that are both ignorant. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, so yeah. in awe of it, and you're like, really? Yeah. You don't, you don't <laughs> yeah. see the pieces of the puzzle that I'm putting together up there? Yeah. Or you're just ignorant in that, like, oh, I think it's just entertainment, yeah. and you give me what I want. I that's why I came here to get what I want. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 you came to see me. My name is on the fucking building, asshole. <laughs> right. You I showed the- up. You bought Ryan Stout tickets and then you got <laughs> Ryan Stout and if you don't like it, well that's like somebody who's like, I bought a Swiffer and I don't use it for yeah. anything. Well, that's cuz you have carpet, asshole. Right. Like I don't it's like, like this product's McDonald's product's <laughs> cheeseburger. Like you
1: walked into McDonald's like, yeah. uh, the food's kind of unhealthy." Like, "Well, dude,
3: yeah, and I'm really struggling, too, with that idea that uh, I almost started to feel bad for people because not only do they not know anything about craftsmanship uh-huh. that goes into stand-up, a lot of them don't have any way to find out.
0: Like, I think there's less of an excuse now than ever.
3: I, if you Google craft elements of comedy, <laughs> right. you will find nothing. I know because I've tried it. Those specific words? Well, here's the thing. like. Any, if you've studied anything like art, there are specific craft elements that get studied. If you study poetry, there are craft elements that you talk about, you know, and a lot of them for poetry and comedy, you know, double up. You've got the economy of words, Mm -hmm. you've got rhythm, you've got timing. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as being able to find out specifically what they are in comedy and be able to point them out, you know, there's nobody sitting there who goes, oh, that's a great joke because it's a wordplay joke. Mm, right. Oh, that's a great joke. That's a pun. That's a one-liner. That's a story. Like, they're not actually seeing the pieces. They don't know how to discuss it on a craft level. You know what I mean? Right. Most audiences just go, they... <laughs> If you saw some asshole in a museum going, that one's pretty, that one's beautiful, that one's ugly, you would go, this guy's a fucking idiot. But nearly all audience members judge comedy on, that one was funny, that one's not funny, that's Uh, funny, that's not funny. Right. Even comics do it, which infuriates me. I'm like... If I hear a comedian talking shit about how another comedian isn't funny, I'm like, dude, you're you're missing the point of all of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, at most now I, I just <laughs> of all go. Of this. If <laughs> they go, "Do you think he or she's funny?" I either go, "Yeah," or I go, "It's just not
1: for me."
3: That's exactly what I said. I it is. Yeah, I, don't. I hate when people will
1: ask, people always want to ask me if in the comedian they always want to ask me about is someone who is wildly successful. And they're like, "Do you think he's funny?" And I'm like, "It doesn't fucking matter anymore." Yeah. And obviously they are right like on yeah. some level they were they funny ha- enough to be to have a
0: sh- their own show in Vegas Yeah. yeah. Like on Whether on some you like on Top
1: or not lots and lots of people agreed this person makes me laugh really hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah I almost
3: always try to eliminate the word funny from the conversation and yeah. I'm always like well clearly there are a lot of people buying tickets and clearly the audience is laughing
1: yeah and yeah. they're not going for another for a reason other than laughing
3: and, and then people are like well I don't like it and I'm like well you don't buy Justin Bieber's albums either. Yeah, he right. still
1: makes technically music.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what happens too. People confuse art and entertainment mm. and then they try to, you know, apply whatever... It's terribly <laughs> Whatever fits their argument best.
1: Yeah, just like, oh, if I don't find this funny, it's not funny. Like, whoa. That's
3: yeah.
2: really dumb.
3: Yeah. It's, it's just as subjective as beautiful and that's why I almost never... I asked an art friend of mine, I'm like, how many paintings do you describe as beautiful? And she was like, I would never... She would, like, would never my own, do that. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, There was one instance one time at one gallery where it was like a painting. It was like a 3D kind of painting that you step inside yeah. and it was like a sea anemone kind of thing. Uh-huh. And you're looking at the ocean from the inside of this thing and you're looking out. And she was like, It was so overwhelming that I was like, That's beautiful. Yeah, and that she was like fit the description. She was like what do you find funny? And I was like there's only one thing that I can think of <laughs> that's funny and that was watching Eddie Pepitone at the improv. Yeah. But I was watching Eddie with Todd Glass at my table mm-hmm. and watching Todd enjoy Eddie Was funny
2: because (laughs) there's
3: no way for me to describe it to you. Mm -hmm. There's no objective way for you to feel the joy that I felt in that moment, Uh watching Todd enjoy Eddie and enjoying Eddie at the same time. Like it all just piled up so
0: much. Like Uh that's funny. Yeah, you you were almost like just being an audience member. Yeah, I remember watching because of Todd's experience. You weren't watching Eddie as another comedian. No, you know where you're like thing, oh, interesting how he did that. He right, done that right, different. right, right. You were just enjoying it as like a guy in the crowd. Right. Which I can't rem- remember. I remember why wa- I, I watched
1: Dove watch Brian Callen one night mm-hmm. and there was no one at the comedy store. And Brian Callen can really only do his act at one speed. <laughs> it's, this. It's, you know, the yeah. act outs are so committed. It's, there's only really one version of it. Uh-huh. So yeah. he's doing a bit that has something to do with him kicking a cow to death mm-hmm. or something. And he's doing it full speed. Just freaking out on stage. And Dove, there's so few people in the audience, Dove is just yelling at the top of his lungs. It's the commitment that I admire, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing at Dove because Dove's laughing so yeah. hard at how, how and Brian Cowan is just sweating yeah. head to toe. Six uh-huh. people in the crowd, and he just uh-huh. going, huh,
2: huh,
1: like kicking the cow, kicking the cow, and Brian's just going, "It's the commitment," like just yelling at him. And I'm, la- I was just like this. I'm laughing so hard at Dove <laughs> and with the joy he feels towards Brian at that moment. Yeah, like, yeah, is, yeah. This is pretty special. What as for what kind of music?
0: Are you into it? I'm not into music at all. I can't. <laughs> You're I like just my dad. can't.
3: <laughs> I had a conversation stomach last night. I, can't I don't know. People. I I don't know. You can't stomach it. That's funny. No, no, no. I it, like growing up my, my mom always listened to like oldies and things like that. So yeah. I was just inherently given that. Yeah. And I grew up in the suburbs, you know what I mean? I grew up in El Paso, Texas, where you know bands weren't coming through. No. Nobody uh-huh. comes to El Paso. Very small. It is it is actually population wise it's the size of Seattle. Really? But it's near it's near nothing. Oh, okay. So you know how if you live in the Bay Area and your favorite band comes to San Jose, you're like, Well, I can drive San San Francisco to San Jose, that's an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. But that doesn't mean the band's coming to San Francisco. It's just coming to the general vicinity. Right. Yeah. If you live in San Antonio, Austin is an hour away. Mm-hmm. You can go see something if it's near <laughs> yeah. there. El Paso is eight hours from Phoenix, <laughs> 11 from Denver, mm-hmm. nine from San Antonio. Nobody was coming to us. God, Texas so there was not so going to be any sort of like live music experience of any like value
1: you have just, like, local people doing stuff? Trying stuff? Or there just no Mars venues? Mars is from El Paso.
0: Right. And, yeah. and, and probably, look how mad they were. And
3: probably from there and then started in Austin.
0: Um, I, don't, I, I really don't know, actually. I, I think mean, you, you,
3: they still don't live there. No, no.
1: no.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think they You, you up move up eventually. No, you oh, yeah,
1: move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They moved to, this, like, LA. As right. soon as you realize you have talent, you're like, no, I must leave.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's like saying I'm from El Paso, but everything I developed was in San Francisco. Uh, right. Um, But anyway, music-wise, when I hear music, I tend to go, yeah, I don't know how to appreciate this. You know, it just comes down to funny or not funny. With music, I'm like, well, I like it or I don't. Typically, if I hear a song on the radio and I find myself turning it up, I know this is garbage.
2: Uh, This is garbage. That's
0: the same. The first clue should have been it's on the radio.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's the same. Whatever they do to create stuff that people like. Yeah. if I recognize that I like it, I know yeah. that. Oh, okay, yeah, I've been fooled. Yeah,
1: yeah. If, they, if they get you with the hook, like well, there is. I some. mean, mm-hmm. I've ne- a song I can't get out of my. I like. There's a science to it, to where like if I hear, if now if I see a picture of Pharrell, I hear the song "Happy" in my head. Yeah. Right, and and I can't get the song out of my head. There's a sign There's obviously a scientific method. There to There totally that. is. Yeah,
3: I mean that song though. You could replace the word "happy" with another two oh yeah two syllables. i mean you could put the n word in there yeah. and it's going to be the same upbeat good feeling song yeah right with a horrible racist
0: right. angle to well, it well that's what ra- but
3: it's still going to make What's you feel his name? good uh, the so the North music
0: Barkley is the had a song called fuck you uh-huh. and the chorus was like fuck you and yeah. You, yeah. and it was so catchy though you didn't even realize that he was telling someone one of the like the worst things you could say
1: fuck you yeah. pal. but he's yeah. saying it in such a yeah well, that's what electronic music is. There's, the words are basically gone. Or they're so taken out of context, they don't matter. So it's just like, you know, free, 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 free. Like, it's not, there's yeah. no, like, actual anything. They just have mastered the timing of where to put it in relation to the thing. So when yeah. I listen
3: to music, I just, I have this uh, heavy feeling like, okay, I'm being fooled. <laughs> okay, I feel good for no good reason what right now. music I feel like? I'm, <laughs> that being,
1: <is> fooled. The <laughs> I'm being
0: fooled. <laughs> I've never heard anyone describe
1: hey, music You sound like way. a Pentecostal preacher Are from you 200 f- years ago. Are you a
0: control freak? <laughs> kind of, yeah. What does You're that have the to minister do with it? from Footloose because right you, now. Because l- allowing music to just permeate your soul uh-huh. and make you feel what it's intended to make someone feel the sure. writing of like a heart b- a breakup song yeah, yeah, or like yeah. a an angry metal song where you're like yeah fucking fuck whatever they're talking about right. that's giving in that's letting go and letting the right take control of you right 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 that's why i asked
3: and and i think i'm actually easily influenced by that stuff mm-hmm. i just don't know if i should be i mean it's like somebody saying jump and then you jump <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know if I should be told what to do. But, <laughs> but here I am jumping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, God damn, and so, God damn so you that's, that's why I feel fooled, because I'm doing exactly what they want me to do. Oh, yeah. As much as I'm a control freak, when I listen to music, I mean, I'll... Okay,
0: I think it's because that may be because you haven't. Found... I'll tear up and cry real right. hard at sad songs, that's great. and I'll that's the best. I'll feel
3: amazing for good songs. <laughs> yeah. But um, you would be a great music fan. You should really get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm listening for though, and right. I think that usually with a song, I will listen intently to the lyrics because those are words, and that's what
0: <laughs> we deal with, right? Exactly. You know,
3: we deal with words.
0: Yeah, like I appreciate country more and more every year because they're just like. They're stories told in like two to three minutes mm-hmm. and you get so much detail and they're usually like, you know, my fucking wife left me or like this town sucks or uh-huh. I'm depressed or whatever. But they're little stories told so well with like, yeah. the word economy is amazing in some of them. Yeah,
3: taking a Louisville slugger to the headlights of of a Ford F-150. Like, it's specifics. (laughs) I mean, that's uh, I connect with that because I studied poetry in college a little bit. Oh, really? And so I connect with things on that word level and can appreciate it. But uh, nobody in my family, nobody in my gene pool plays an instrument. Yeah, me neither. Nobody. So... You know, my parents—they just listen to whatever's on the radio, and I kind of listen to whatever's on the radio. I didn't
0: even and... get that. My parents listened to fucking Middle Eastern music. Oh yeah, which ended <laughs> up being like a cool uh, influence later on because I like those melodies and those rhythms. Like you hear it in in different music. And yeah. it sounds fucking well, awesome. That's now That's the as an adult.
1: Stuart Copeland from the Police. Mm-hmm. He had lived in some like somewhere else. Yeah, and so that's why like kind of the Police was just a little weirder because he had heard all these different rhythmic types of music when so he first, had all these different timings in his head
0: yeah when i first heard like system of a down like metal band from here like armenian sure. but they have the 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 music's kind of similar but when i first heard it a part of me was like oh this is the cool angry metal stuff i want as a teenager and i'm also like this kind of sounds like the stuff my parents would listen <laughs> the timings to were but the, really pissed off yeah uh-huh. and it was such a great combo yeah, but yeah, you like like the Mars Volta is an example of like they use like a lot of their Latin influences, sure, with punk and metal. Yeah, and the contrast is fucking so great together.
3: Well, it's it's interesting how you can appreciate something for for more reasons. Like when I when I hear The Doors, I uh-huh. don't just listen to the sounds. I understand like oh, nineteen sixty eight. That's what was happening in Los Angeles, but but in San Francisco, it was all of this like like you know love is all you need and yeah. these high, bright happy songs and w- yeah. togetherness and that kind of stuff and here's this dark angle that's coming out of Los Angeles yeah. at the time yeah. and you're like wow that's that's a huge contrast to what was happening and so just knowing that makes you appreciate the song on like a different level mm. but i don't have time well, to study the like, history of every goddamn of him as a song
0: because people go Jim Morrison's a fucking poet i think he gets a lot of credit for dying early <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's a I mean, great I, way to be a I
3: would argue that Bill Hicks gets a lot of credit for dying early. Sure, he did some really amazing things, and he yeah. cranked out some, some cool works. But part of comedy is being able to sustain, yeah. you know, over time. And some people don't make it. Yeah, a lot of people don't make oh, it. Oh, I know. Um, And actually, when you were talking about that thing of him riding in on the horse, I thought about, like, Sam Kinison when he started one of his specials and his backs to the crowd and, like, it's heavy metal and, like, fires coming up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did you ever hear that thing where somebody was like, yeah, you know that a white comic has gone past their peak when they start acting like a rock star? Mm -hmm. And you know a black comic has gone past their peak when they come on stage dressed in all leather? (laughs) Right.
1: But Eddie Murphy was 22, yeah. and
3: and he was done after that. He I was done. Yeah, he only R- did. Raw's R- R- pretty good.
1: He did two in leather. <laughs> <laughs> he only did two. Yeah, both in leather. I might give that away because it was just the 80s. <laughs> it's <kinda> like
2: Prince. <laughs> leather was so of readily everything. available. Yeah.
1: yeah. Fun fact about the delirious suit doesn't match two separate pieces. I he didn't buy the, that? He didn't buy them as a as a, They weren't a set. <laughs> they were an unmatched set. The huh. jacket and red pants.
3: Yeah, so try laughing when you watch the special now. Yeah. yeah. Assholes. Just know that, like this motherfuckers
0: clashing,
2: right? Yeah. Now. This yeah. isn't fair.
1: Neil told me Charlie Murphy had a, Eddie got everyone raw belts. Yeah. There were belts that said raw on them. They gave everybody. No way. And Charlie was like, yeah, I got rid of it. He's like, and, and Neil's like, why? He goes, because worth he'd be like, a He goes, well, I mean, like, who would want that? He's like, I don't know. Everyone? Like, yeah. he gets a fucking raw belt. Everyone's who, who's heard of Eddie Murphy and has liked him at any point in the yeah. last 25 years would be like, yeah, I'll take that. The rock star thing in music in general. When I, when I see a comic like nah, I do like a song. I'm like ah, ah come on. I can't. And I can't. Sandler did it. It's yeah. like it, and because you watch him and they're playing a funny song, but then there's always that point in the song where their face gets a little serious and you're like oh you mean this? Damn yeah. it. What
0: are you saying actually playing music or just acting like a rock star?
3: I was saying like acting like, like a rock star.
0: Pyrotechnics and you know. Um,
3: but I think. What Kevin's talking about is a different transition that kind of means the same thing, though. Yeah, like, actually becoming yeah, a musician. It's
1: the, to me, the fatal flaw of anyone's success is that moment when a comedian starts to take themselves seriously. Right. And I mean, you forget some people that do you, do that. You know, it's like, dude, we're, go tell, we're clowns. Go be a clown.
0: But I think there's <laughs> also, like, I think some people, it's like they've gotten the success in whatever field, acting, comedy, music... And then they go, oh, well, now I can also try the other thing I wanted to do when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm.
1: But that I, I don't
0: agree with it because it's like, well, you can't just do it now because like you became a successful actor because you worked at it for 15 years. Right. You can't just all of a sudden be a rock star, Jared Leto.
3: Well, I think, <laughs> I think st- maybe you go and do it, but you, you do it separately. Yeah. You don't let the world's collide. You know, if you're John Mayer and you really want to try stand up, great. But don't get any fucking press about it.
0: Yeah, don't, don't let, start at the laugh factory. Don't <laughs> put
3: out goddamn you know yeah. videos on the internet. Go to a shitty open mic. Mm, yeah. Stop in, get up, try some jokes,
1: suffer. Mm-hmm. Also, don't trick your audience into coming to see you for the one thing, and they're like, yeah. and before, but before we get started, here's forty minutes of me ripping. You're like, no, uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, damn <laughs> yeah. you, <laughs> damn you to hell. You know,
3: I mean, Russell Peters loves to DJ, but he doesn't do it during his show. No. (laughs) Right. He does his show, and then he'll pick up special gigs where he does DJ, Mm -hmm. and then people go, oh, yeah, Russell's going to DJ at that show, but they're not expecting stand-up. They go for that. So he separates the two really well, and then people know what they're fucking getting. Nobody has to be fooled.
0: Yeah, that's the way to do it. Was fooled. there anything else? You that's, will-
3: that's, there's that word again. Fooled. Right. I don't think that word has come up for me in therapy once, but it's come up here <laughs> multiple right. times. It will next
2: week. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. I've been saying fooled a lot. What's I'm, the- I'm getting tricked. Um, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're suspicious about the people we around you very because early. of your mother. Right. <laughs> we yeah.
0: both started pretty young, right? How old did you start? Um... I did my first
3: set on my 17th birthday. Okay. But Jesus Christ. I didn't really have any consistency until I moved to San Francisco when I was like 18.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was pretty much the same. So that nine month period was just a wash. What yeah. a waste.
3: Well, I mean, I hate when people do that. They're like, yeah, I started five years ago. And I'm like, yeah, but you did three sets a year in the in the first (laughs) two years
0: and now you you started two months ago getting up every night
2: that's my thing was
0: go on stage before at least once before i turned 18 or the year 2000 just Mm -hmm. to give myself some sort of right deadline and then i did it once so i was 17 and then i waited till i was 18 yeah a month after i i i got a license driver's license in a car and then i was like fucking open mics and then (laughs) and then did that
3: so you were 18 when you get a license
0: yeah No you? money And my parents wouldn't let me
3: Oh they wouldn't let you get a license yeah, At 16 I was the oldest
0: of two And they're like You're not getting a license at 16 You're gonna fucking crash And kill yourself And also even if you did Good luck Where are you gonna get a car
3: See other parents like, would be like You're thing. the oldest So you're getting a license And you're gonna drive your siblings
0: around Yeah you're picking everybody That's <laughs> every right. school. Yeah there was none of that shit huh. huh Yeah
3: I wasn't allowed to get a license Until I became an Eagle Scout Is that Oh for true? real That was the Are you an Eagle Scout I am what wow. do you know? What what do that you, takes a while, right? What things years do you, do you it takes use years?
1: Anything? Do you, now are there any skills?
3: I, that was that was hard for me to come to terms with because you think it's all like camping and stuff like that. Right. But I will say definitively <laughs> that the leadership skills have carried over tenfold.
1: Really? Yeah. Really? Just the
3: little seeds of you know how to be in charge of something, how to talk and communicate
1: with a team. That was one of those things where like if you were an Eagle Scout, you got into whatever college you wanted or some shit. It was like it was one of those things like it looked really good right. on up whatever on a resume or, yeah. or a college application.
3: Yeah. Especially if the person who was reading the applications was an an Eagle Scout. Scout. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: It was much more of a thing, though, a long time ago. I
3: think think the only time it's paid off in Hollywood is I did a pilot for CBS, and um, they met with me, and they were like, well, anything else? And I was like, "Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. Do you want to talk about that? And And then he did a special handshake. The one executive was like, I'm trying to get my son to stay in scouting, but he wants to get out. I'm like, well, it hasn't paid off for me at all. Uh, so if I got this job, it would be the first time that it's <laughs> ever worked out. And I think he gave me the job for that reason. Wow. I can't be certain, but I think I think it was that and Tom Green showed up high and they didn't like that.
1: I feel like <laughs> it was between I, me I would and have Tom confidence and, an uh, Eagle hi, Scout Green. would be on time. I'd be like, the guy's going to be on time.
3: Yeah. He'll be on time. Every
1: day. He's not going to be wasted. No. Yeah. All the formative years of your life where you've learned how to get wasted, you spent scouting. Um, Well, the first time I ever had any experience with alcohol or drugs... You had to make it yourself to get a badge?
3: No, no, no. It was in scouting. Like, pornography, scouting. Because you've got teenage kids out in the fucking woods. Yeah. And so, some kids always like, yeah, I stole these magazines from my dad's closet. Hey, I brought beer. You know, it was always... You know, there's adult supervision, but there's also a huge expanse of wilderness yeah. where you get to hike out away from camp uh, and fuck around in the woods. How do they do and then that come back.
1: now, considering how terrified parents are? They're just like, oh, we're gonna let my kid go to the woods and hope for the best. Like, what's the day yeah. in the
0: life of an Eagle Scout on a trip like that? What What would you do in that day? Um. Well, I mean, like, what are the activities? That's a. Uh, Besides like looking at porn and drinking beer.
3: Right. During the day, usually there's things like, you know, um, it would depend on this trip because sometimes it would be like a rock climbing outing. So okay. we'd be rock climbing all day and wow. then at night we'd fuck around and then we'd make another trip, another week, w- weekend and it would be like horseback riding and, you know, taking the saddle on and off the horse and like brushing off burrs and like learning about horses and shit. Wow. And, uh, Jesus. you know, feeding and watering horses. So you and then survive
0: in the wild. Um, yeah, I
3: took a wilderness survival course that took like three, four days. Of Did you just, by yourself? Of just no, no, no. Of just learning, like when you're alone in the woods, this is how you find water. This yeah. is how you find food. This is how you get found. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of don't eat the red berries. Eighty percent of those are poisonous. <laughs> right. Don't fucking touch those. <laughs> Even the delicious-looking kind. Yeah, mostly those. What if do you they're eat? red? What are you fuck supposed it. to eat? Uh, bugs are good, right? Those you just fry get up some those. Bugs. Um, as long as you have fire, you, right? I mean, that's a huge one. If mm-hmm. you have fire, um, you important. can go like two weeks without eating. Mm-hmm. It's water that's the yeah. big one. You focus yeah. on water. You go a long time without big eating. time, and you sit in one spot and you blow a whistle or fucking light flares or just get found. Right, so you stay don't? in one spot. Yeah, you don't yeah, hike around. Stay in one spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm never in the woods now. I I haven't gone camping for over a decade. <laughs> no,
0: we're talking about when the apocalypse happens. Yeah, we're going shit. straight to you. You know yeah. how many comics can survive in the woods? <laughs> you, yeah. you're
3: the guy. Right. Unfortunately, we're going to be stuck in an urban setting
0: I where know. people
3: are shooting each other. Yeah. Oh, so, man, the guns people's idea of out. wilderness is the Griffith
1: Observatory. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're like. We got to go
0: to the woods. Yeah. Like, There's going to be a thousand people there.
2: There but would
1: be I, be. I shot a lot of guns, and to be thousands of people at the Griffith the park. park, right? Fighting over Griffith Park territory. That's where that's what goes it becomes the battle of Griffith Park. <laughs> yeah. Just clans of people. Yeah, literally just clans of people trying you to You mean
3: fighting to get into that little bit of wilderness? Yeah. Rather than staying be their, like, in...
1: their barracks or their compound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they decide the observatory is the high point and uh-huh. if we as if we can protect the observatory, It's just becomes people murdering each other over control of the observatory. I was they're convinced surprised, the aliens will come there.
3: Like the number of people I met in Atlanta who like own property outside of Atlanta and it's it's for the end of days. Doomsday it's for when the way. banks collapse and yeah. they're going to go and they have sustainable farming mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of weapons and they're wow. ready. And so I was like, so you guys were really excited like when shelters. like um, The Walking Dead was filmed here. They were like, oh yeah, that's, that's how we live our lives anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, if you had cheap land and you're like already had the guns, you'd be like, "Do you want to just dig a giant hole and then put a thing over it?" And then like, "Yeah, that sounds good.
3: Yeah, let's let's do
1: that." Let's yeah. <laughs> I I part of it. I totally get it. <laughs> I completely get it. Wow. I read
0: some story like last week about a family who they moved into a house years ago and they saw that there was like a little metal door uh, in yes. their yard and they never really decided to look into it and they just thought it was nothing. And then one day they're like. Let's see what's in there. How do you find a door in your yard? And uh, keep it, keep it
2: shut.
3: Yeah, I
0: to know, to right? Later. I would have been like, "How did you not? How was that not the
1: first thing?" You I'm on did? the phone yelling at my realtor. What the yeah, fuck?
2: Right. As soon
0: as you find the door,
3: you yeah. go, "What is this? Is this exactly. undermining well, my foundation? Open it. Open it what in God's name is this?" It could either be a
0: box that's been buried, yeah. or
3: it's a door to something under could the be property. Full of gold.
0: It yeah. ended up being a door into a fallout, a World War II era fallout shelter. Back mm-hmm. when everyone's like, "We're gonna get bombed. Yeah. We gotta build fucking." shelters full of like food from the 40s canned goods bottles of water wow and all that stuff and it took him fucking however many years of living there yeah one year is too much (laughs) no oh a day one
1: week yeah a day oh if they have they were on their way out and saw the door and didn't get to it later that day plus then you're like oh i don't have to build the kids a treehouse like that's for real they can
0: play
3: in the bomb shelter yeah, yeah. yeah 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 As no. long as I can get in there, I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's everyone's right. dream
1: is buying a house and finding a bomb Wouldn't shelter. Wouldn't that be amazing? And, oh, How be the does coolest. the
3: realtor not know it's there?
1: Christian
2: Slater How is had one. How's that not right? in the pitch?
1: Yeah. Realtors.
0: Come Maybe on. they were turning over their yard, like, let's redo the yard. And they're like, oh, shit, this metal thing. Let's ignore it for four Christian years. Christian
2: Slater
1: yeah. had one in Gleaming the Cube, and that's where he worked on his skateboards. Gleaming the Cube? I don't Cube. even know mm-hmm. what that is. It was an 80s movie about skateboarding starring Christian Slater. Gleaming the Cube? Weird name. I've never understood the name that ever. That sounds like an 80s sci-fi movie. It's just like someone trying to make up slang that didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an
0: album title,
1: Gleaming yeah. the Cube. I, that's like literally some not... Some rock band somewhere. It is not a skateboarding term. They just called the film that. Doesn't make any sense. It's about Christian Slater. He has an adopted Vietnamese brother who gets murdered. And then he, him and his skate friends saw the
0: crash. Uh, on their skateboards? Perfect. Yeah, on their uh, skateboard I guys. actually kind of want to watch it. Tony movie. Hawk's <laughs> in it. It's fucking good. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Dude, it That's was a ridiculous. Movie Kevin's got
3: the VHS in the other room. <laughs> <Of course. laughs>
0: pop With a VHS out. player set up, mm-hmm. ready oh, to go. I saw it Candles. in the theater, dude. This happens every time people come
3: over. <laughs> yeah. I
1: saw it in the theater and then made my mom rent it on VHS all the time. What? It was so good.
3: And you were just into the skateboarding aspect. of well, it was all the skaters, all these like skaters are you, like, that already like Vietnamese were in it. kids. My That's... brother
1: was adopted in Vietnamese, and so when we <laughs> went to see it, we were pretty bugged out. Okay, we didn't know that was going to happen, but we were sitting in the theater like, "Well, this is odd." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who would have thought? What Who were the chances? Thought? What were the
1: chances? Gleaming the cube is apparently having a Vietnamese brother, <laughs> and I'm the only one. Yeah, it's a bad movie. That makes it sound derogatory. <laughs> what? What part? The cube. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never understood what that meant ever. Yeah, I, I hate when people, nothing bothers me more than when like corporate things try to make up slang, like try to make, like when a commercial tries to make up a catchphrase and force it on, us. like thinking it'll catch on. It's the saddest thing I've ever What's seen. What's an example of that? Uh, I was in a commercial once for 7up where they literally thought, cause you know, it's the un-cola. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to convince everyone to call themselves un's
2: wow uh, sure sure that they
1: kids did. were gonna buy seven up and be like hey we're uns. let's go yeah. get seven up like they really thought that was gonna be a thing
3: um 60 year old idiot with yep. white hair wearing a suit yeah i got come on, that a come cool on
0: idea 20 years ago and he's still like and he's, and he's
1: hanging on to it and it's like in, in the commercials like as me and a dude like walked out of a liquor store i think it, like the graphic part of it was like are you an un
2: <laughs> oh
3: my god and everybody went no I'm not. not this
1: is like this would have been like 1998 I'm gonna drink coke yeah. fuck you how long yeah. did you
0: defend that
1: campaign because you were in it I didn't I knew, I knew better even you than. were like yeah. okay yeah it's stupid they didn't pay me enough to for me to defend it <laughs> right yeah no I was just like this is so dumb and it was like classic like so we walk out, and it says, like, are you an un? And then there's a slow pan to, like, two aliens. Mm-hmm. This was some real 90s shit. What like, just fuck? two aliens, like, standing next to a liquor store. <laughs> I how
2: think old, I remember that. Right
0: 31.
1: 31. Okay, so we yeah. grew up in the same.
0: Yeah. The 90s are coming back.
1: Does that make you feel weird?
3: I don't think I care.
1: Really? I don't even know what that means, really. Like, all I think is, like, uh, 90s flannel. stuff. I mean, I got for some reason, I bought a Dinosaur Jr. record the other day. That's not for just no reason. I mean, they're it's great. It's slowly
0: creeping back into your life. I feel like... You're okay. hearing those songs more at a supermarket. The clothing is coming back. But I feel like the clothing's bi- I mean, what? Doc Martens? Doc Martens are bigger than ever now. But I feel like they've been he- around for a Yeah, back I don't know if they while. ever left. They, they've never like fully left, much like Converse have never left. You and me but, have been uh-huh.
1: buying flannel for the last decade on the reg it never
0: it never went away. Yeah, flannel didn't go away, but Doc Martens are bigger now than they've ever
1: been. So what, jinko pants are on the way? I don't know if those, will
0: See, come back, a a those are See, there's a weird thing extreme. that happened
3: like with with fashion like in the 50s everything was you know, tight and everything like that. And then yeah. once you got into the 60s and rebellion and people started getting long hair and then in the 70s, the collars are huge, the bell bottoms are huge. Yeah, and then the print, 80s, everybody yeah. heard about AIDS and then guys were dressing like shit to be like, look, I'm not yeah. gay. Yeah. Look, I'm fucking, <laughs> my jeans are torn. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then like the 90s, it was like grunge. Yeah, it was so, the
0: answer to all that buttoned up Wall Street 80s stuff. Right, right, right. And it was like, we don't give a fuck,
2: man.
3: We and then, and then once people kind of learned like, okay, AIDS has nothing to do with being gay. You can dress well and still be a man. You, right. That whole, like, metrosexual phase that happened in the early 2000s. Right. Yeah. And everybody kind of started going, okay, so tight clothing's okay. We don't have to be yeah. completely... Grooming is fine. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then... You know, you got into, like, skinny jeans and stuff like that. Yeah. But also, you look at, like, technology really kind of fueled the 80s and 90s. And we're way past all of that shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the 90s can come back.
1: I don't think anything... Nothing is nothing like is super in the prevalent fashion fashion anyways. World.
0: Yeah. Like, before... In the mid... There's always throwback stuff, right? You know, like and it's gone from like the 50s, that 40s, 50s kind of old school Americana Mad Men thing was mm-hmm. kind of fashionable for a little while, mm-hmm. and the 70s and stuff will like kind of come and go for little bits, you know. Yeah, 70s yeah. is tough years. It's so
1: garish, so it
0: comes back yeah. for like
1: a second. And everyone's like, ah, we stopped doing this for a reason. Yeah, right. They'll be like
0: right. bell bottoms are cool for, and it's like for a year, and then yeah. it's they're out, right? And. But the 90s, it's because people our age are now adults and we are, we'll pay for the nostalgia. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like Max, our buddy, uh, is in Eve 6. They're like a 90s band. Yeah. And they're touring again There's now. like a 90s tour. And they're where they part take of like a 90s bands. tour of like huh. bands that were big in the 90s. That wouldn't have happened six or seven years ago. I think we the
1: metric probably is all right, the people that liked you now have the money to see you again. That's exactly what it is.
3: Yeah, I can buy that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I they in uh, they re-re- all the skate companies I like are now re-releasing the shit from when I was a kid and I cannot buy it fast enough.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a coincidence.
1: Yeah, because yeah. there must be just like up oh, it's go go f- go 15 years back and let's re-release that shit cuz those guys are 30 and they'll buy it. Yeah.
3: I haven't worn a pair of Air Jordans since 4th grade. Right. But they re-released a special edition of those yep. exact shoes yeah, like, I and them. I almost bought them. You didn't. And I was like now, what are you going to do that for? You haven't worn basketball shoes for <laughs> forever. But no,
1: that's what dudes do. Dudes buy the stuff from when they're a kid that uh-huh. they couldn't get.
3: Ninja Turtles coming right back. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: They're making a new Mortal Kombat movie.
3: And do you think it's because people our age kind of have kids now and want to? I think it's people our age have
0: just share stuff with disposable those disposable income. Yeah, I mean that that's probably a little bit of it. Where it's like, oh, I grew up with this. Like, let's yeah. share this experience. Or it's like. It's been so long, you've missed it. It's a part of your childhood. And, you're like, and then it's back. You're like, I, I want a piece of that, a mm-hmm. physical piece of this memory yeah. in my life again. That's you're-
1: how I feel. I mean, I literally feel like I'm buying the things that made me excited, like got me excited about stuff as a kid, like skateboard graphics. But
3: you know what, guys? You're getting fooled. <laughs> no, we are. You're being yeah, fucking in
1: a, in I know. A way yeah, you are. totally. Yeah. I totally am. I know it, and I still am. Like you're kicking my ass. There's like as no, I click by, I'm like you're kicking my ass right now. There's <laughs> no reason
0: I should have Doc Martens but I'm seeing so much of it now. I see twenty year olds running around wearing more than ever, wearing Doc Martins. And they sell them at Urban Outfitters. They're fucking all over. There's a yeah, Doc Nick's going to have a pair there. by the end of the I week. I think he has.
1: You have? A I don't.
0: Pair. Oh, don't. No. I've never owned a pair. Okay. Never. Yeah. You're
1: oh, never. then yeah. you're not getting. It. You're not. When I was a yeah. kid, those things were expensive. You're not nostalgic, but that's the thing. Like okay, last night. But that's why, partly why I want them. I almost bought a skateboard last night because a thing got released, and I'm looking. I'm like, God damn! Like I wanted it as a kid, yeah. and it, you know, for the whole thing, the entire skateboard wheels and everything would be 180 dollars, which isn't no money. But I'm a fucking adult. I'm like, I could, that's not a lot of money. Yeah. I'm like, and it would, I feel like I would get more than $180 worth of happiness out of that fucker. Right. And yeah. not even writing it, just looking at it.
3: Yeah. I think my first skateboard when I was a kid was like $120. Tell me which one it was. I don't know. <laughs> um, my first one was just a blank.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're younger Because, that makes
3: well, I wasn't paying for it.
0: But that was kind of a cool
1: thing I remember. Blank was a, a cool bit. thing. Yeah. And that was a cool you put thing your in '90s. Stickers on it, man. Fuck you. <laughs> well, it was a thing in the sh- '90s that it. was like, fucking. This is like, let's just write blanks. We're so we're so hardcore. We don't right. it doesn't yeah. matter.
0: Yeah. Or like Alien Workshop stuff isn't cool anymore. I'm getting
1: a blank blank yeah. deck. Well, they were yeah. cheaper
0: too. They were ten bucks less. They were a uh, lot. Li- yeah. Yeah. Were you a good skater? No, it was neither, terrible. I tried it. A few terrible. Times, I'm like, I don't want to. Bikes are way safer. <laughs>
3: I Even spent kind of not. I <laughs> no. spent a good like four hours learning how to drop in on like uh, a half pipe. Where did you have access to a half pipe? My friend across the street built one. That's the one great thing about places like Texas. There's so much land and
1: lumber. People would build shit. People,
3: yeah, put it together. But it it wasn't that good. It wasn't like the angles weren't amazing. But learning to drop in, I basically just fell down all afternoon. And then once I accomplished it, I was like, all right, I'm fucking done. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm done.
0: Get it down once. it's,
3: It's dark out. I'm going home.
0: Do you remember soap shoes? Yeah. Oh yeah. I had yeah. a pair of those. I had a pair of those. Yeah, and I try, would try grinding rails and stuff. It ne- and it never worked. Once I almost twisted my ankle. Once I three almost times, twisted my ankle. I uh-huh. did it once, and I was like, "Well, it was close." The second time, I'm like, "Ah, oh, that kind of hurt a little bit." And the third time, I'm like, "Oh, I'm definitely breaking my ankle if I keep trying
1: <laughs> to do this rail." I'm going back to BMX bikes. Yeah. You just were, get wrecked. Yeah. That's the the crux of skateboarding is getting completely wrecked. All the time. That's the people that are good at it get used to getting wrecked, and that's just something they've factored in. Yeah. It's like bombing. Right. Yeah. You get, you you get too used to, to get it, good. actually.
3: I know. Because yeah. now, now I walk on stage kind of apathetic, going, well, if it doesn't go well, who gives a then fuck? Whatever." whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: There is a thing. Not going to change my life. There
1: is something past the I'm not afraid to bomb to where, like, I should remember that I shouldn't. Yeah.
3: Well, I'll walk around before a set, like at the back of a club, especially on the road. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll be walking around just trying to get into a headspace like, all right, Mm. let's get some energy going. Like, remember when you used to get nervous and your brain would fire that little bit of adrenaline into your Uh, system and that would make things exciting? Let's try to do that. And so I would give a lot of the motions like trying to like... Hype myself up And I got annoyed Because people going to the bathroom Would be like Oh don't be nervous You'll be fine
2: Yeah And oh, then they just
3: see you. They would just walk <laughs> away And I'd be like You don't understand I'm trying to care I would cherish being nervous Yeah <laughs> right. I, That's yeah. what I'm
0: shooting for Yeah It's the apathy th- that I'm fighting I tell myself to have a good time like have fun. Yeah, I do that all the time. Because like, I take it so seriously sometimes. Figure yeah. out a
1: way to have fun is important.
0: Yeah. And sometimes, literally, a set will change if I just start with some ad lib or some joke about the last comic or some random funny thing that, yeah. like... And then if it gets a laugh, it like, makes me laugh. Right. And then the whole set feels
3: See, I've had those moments, fun. but I've also had the moments where it's like, well, we'll just ad-lib something, and it'll be great, and then it goes wrong. Right. And then I've dug myself a hole. Right. Yeah. And I'm Five like, minutes. God yeah, yeah. damn it. Why did I do that to myself? Now yeah. I'm not having fun in an attempt to try to
1: have fun. <laughs> right. You know what? You were fooled. I, was, I fooled you myself. Fooled yourself. <laughs> God damn it. It's a pattern. Uh, We're gonna get online and buy some skateboards. And...
3: What what else would you buy if you weren't buying stuff from your childhood though? Like and, yeah. I don't know, would I don't put, know. I don't spend money on hardly anything. For because, me, it's a safe thing because it's pretty well.
1: Yeah, so you do. Where, where do you get you're your clothes? Um, I. But like you clearly put some thought of, into that. You're so so the uh, one you of the only suited comedians from our, our generation. Yeah, you're still doing that
0: suits but, on stage.
3: Yeah, it depends though. Like. Uh, I have this rule like with festivals Uh. like uh, you know Bumbershoot and Bonnaroo and all these things that you know if they call and they want me to do it I go nope no tents I don't do tents (laughs) really can't be wearing a suit in a tent No, look like a complete asshole but
0: in that environment wouldn't you just dress like a festival like t-shirt jeans or this
3: yeah I mean so in Miami Last December, they had this thing called the Friends of Nature Festival, mm, which um, pretty much got rained out. <laughs>
0: <Whoa>. <laughs>
3: and nature's uh, like,
0: "We'll show you who's friends with us."
3: They they had to cancel all these huge musicians that they had booked because wow. you know the fire marshal showed up and went, "You can't have all this electrical equipment yeah. out in the rain." Like, I don't give a fuck, even if it is covered. Yeah. and so the festival lost their ass. No, everybody who had a check eventually word got around like don't cash your check it's gonna bounce your no bank's just gonna way. charge you a fee for bouncing a check Ugh. and so uh nobody got paid but uh for that festival which i knew was gonna be in a tent i was like yeah, i'm gonna wear jeans and a fucking button up and i'm just gonna go out in the rain
1: right do the thing and did then you feel weird it. the first few times you threw on a suit to do like a local spot um yes and no i mean
3: i had definitive reasons for why i was doing that number one um, despite what you may think, I'm not a good dresser. Mm-hmm. I do not have a lot of fashion was knowledge. Like, I don't know
1: how to be cool, so I'll just look nice?
3: Well, it was a lot of, uh, when I get on stage, because people see you before you've even spoken.
0: Right. Yeah, so, they're judging you right before, before you, you're even
3: under the light. So when you're wearing rainbow suspenders, <laughs> people know you're going to jump around and be wacky, yeah. Robin Williams. They know that. <laughs> right. They get it. And I wasn't doing that. I was standing and talking into a microphone. So I thought, okay, when people see me, they're already going to expect this guy's going to stand and talk. Yeah, and it's probably going to be there's no running. Yeah,
1: we're about to see no running.
3: Probably pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. But the other level uh, on top of that, George Lopez when he wears a suit, when he does his act outs, they're even more magical because nobody expected it. Yeah, Yeah. and so there was there was a lot of not knowing how to dress. Yeah, not knowing how to dress, really having a lot of respect for comedy and wanting the audience to respect it as well. Yeah. To be like, yeah, assholes, you dress up for this. Yeah. You're going to a fucking show.
2: Yeah. Right. Um,
3: so there were a lot of reasons. And once I started doing it, like, I think the first two weeks people kind of made fun of me a little bit. Right. And then after two months, I think it was W. Kamau Bell, he was like, yeah, now I couldn't imagine you without it.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, now, that's, I've now only known so you as like, oh, yeah, wears Suits. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, and, and when you see other people do it, they're like, "Hey, that's Stout's thing." <laughs> We're just like, especially around town, uh-huh. it'd be like, "Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? You can't." Like, uh, by the way, either do it every time, right? You show the, up to the like, open mic like that, yeah,
3: yeah. Th- that commitment's what's the, hard. What's everybody. the
1: smallest gig you did in a suit? Like, like, like Westwood Bruco? Um Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably I think I up up saw there. you in a suit there.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things that when I moved to town, I knew I was trying to get people to recognize me. Yeah. And so I was like, well, that'll stand out. So I have to commit. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm going to, you know, Groundworks Coffee House yeah, or it's something. Yeah, to be everywhere. Let's, let's well, you, just in a weird commit. Way, you made yourself a logo. Right. I branded. You yeah. branded yourself. Yeah. Uh, and what was weird that- was at one point, Jesselnik was even like, fuck, I really wish you hadn't done that suit thing because that could have really. If I committed to the suit thing, it would really make me seem a lot more egotistical. Yeah, that would, you uh, can see like how that yeah. would
1: have really helped his thing. He went kind of leather jacket move, which is similar. Yeah. But, like, the suit thing would have been like, no, I'm a murderer. I'm above you. I'm American yeah. psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But, I mean, taking the suits on the road, like, you have to have a working iron. You have to, you Aye. know, steam shit out. Stuff gets wrinkled. Did you take,
0: like, a different one for every night?
3: No, if I'm, doing, if I'm shirts. doing four nights, I'll bring two suits. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's so, good. Yeah. Um, white shirt, plethora of
1: ties. Last time <laughs> I went to do four nights, I, I packed four black t shirts. Yeah. What a difference. Yeah. Just no work. I was like, no one. A, I'm featuring, so I'm like, no one gives a shit what I wear. No one on gives one. a fuck. I wear the I, jeans. I don't, I'm not going there. in, and yeah. then those are the jeans for I don't care how many days. <laughs> I bring an extra that's pair it. of pants. And as many T-shirts as there are days, mm-hmm. as many pairs of underwear as there are days, and then socks, and that's it.
0: For underwear and socks, I go every, for however many days, and then plus one. I, I do, I do the head, same thing. You never know.
3: <laughs> I'm going to get We're sucked. Out. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. fall. I'm going to fall in mud. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I have that <laughs> yeah. fantasy. Uh,
0: There's
1: always a right it that has socks. I, I worked <laughs> with
3: somebody in uh, Des Moines, and my feature act walks in. It's Friday night. He's wearing this, like... Uh, Beatles t-shirt, mm-hmm. and I was like, Mike, what the fuck are you doing? It's, it's the big Friday show, and this is how you dress. And he was like, this is my good Beatles t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Mike Baldwin, who's really funny. Yeah. But you watch his act, and it's a lot of you know uh, getting pulled over for DUI. It's right. a lot of smoking weed. It's a lot of like, he should be dressed like that on right. stage, because sure. that fits everything he talks I'll about. I'll be honest. His shitty van. <laughs> yeah. So he shows up on Saturday... And he's in the same T-shirt, and I'm like, Mike, big Saturday show. You didn't even change T-shirts, and he looked at me. He went, Ryan, this is my good Beatles T-shirt, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, that fits you to I T. I don't
1: necessarily know how to dress on stage. Like, I don't, I don't know that I have a outfit that I feel matches what I'm doing at all. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know. Like, I don't put that thought. I'm like, well, I know how I think I could look nice or whatever, but I don't. I don't think I've figured out a way to look on stage that helps my act at all. I, I went the opposite. I'm like, I'm not going to be, in as many ways as I can,
0: any different on stage than I am off. Mm-hmm. So anything you see me wearing on stage, I've been wearing all day. Right. So if I'm wearing like a jacket and a tie and a button down, yeah, people will be like, do you wear that on stage? I'm like, I put this on in the morning, and then I've just been wearing it. Right. Like, I... I went maybe too far in that direction where I'm like, I'm never going to intentionally wear anything. right? How do you... I mean, for me, I have a strong
3: dividing line between what my life is and what my show is. Mm. And so, like getting dressed for the show, that like steaming out the suit, ironing a shirt, putting on my tie, right. looking in the mirror, going, okay, now we're going to
1: work. It's a bit like, of a thing.
3: That... That, yes. like, starts my brain going, like, okay, you're going to work. Yeah. Now you're going to go. You're going to go be funny. It, like, it's almost like a build-up. And then I yeah. get to the show, and the show goes for fine. For a minute,
1: I was trying to, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to wear all black. And then i will just right. be like, all right, it's time to, time to put on all black and go do the show. Yeah. And that just, like, felt like a thing. But I think it's important to have a little bit of a thing. it just for your own, for your own mentality. I just don't
3: know how you can treat it like a show when you're like that all day. <laughs> Cause because it, it seems like we could just yeah. walk out of this room but and to be fair to someplace else and you get on stage yeah. and it's fine yeah. whereas i'm like oh fuck i'm because i don't I'll want there
0: to, i don't want there to be a difference between the things i'm talking about on stage and what i would talk to anyone else about off stage right well i think but that's, the way you
1: talk about it is different you don't run bits on people you're not like you ever notice we like, have the
0: <laughs> rhythm and the
1: amount of jokes per sure. minute or whatever. but also I I to be fair fashion is sort of your hobby it is. Yeah. So your everyday clothes aren't just like what... It's it like, also
0: worked out to my advantage because people already think that anyway. Mm-hmm. They go like, oh, you put that on for the show. I'm like, think what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. I I don't know. I think uh,
3: the audience, a lot of times they think, again, the, the idea that, oh, well, it's funny or it's not. And if I think it's funny, it's funny. And if I don't think it's funny, it's not funny. Yeah, I I think they get get confused between the difference of like, oh, you make your friends laugh. I make strangers laugh. Yeah, right. And so when I go to do stand-up comedy, I'm going to make strangers laugh. But for you, you're like, no, it's the same for me.
0: I'm going to make my friends laugh the
3: same way. You don't try to make your friends
1: laugh, though. You're
0: not that dude. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying like content-wise. I'm not saying like... The subject matter and things uh-huh. like that. I'm not saying I perform the, the same way on stage and off. Right. Like to a degree I do. Like I don't – you wouldn't like see me on stage and go, I'm sure. oh, so much louder or angry or like way more physical. Yeah.
1: Like I, tr- I think at least. See, people tell me when they see me on stage, they go, that's not at all what I thought you were going to be like. They mm-hmm. say right. I'm way louder I'm more aggressive than I am as a person. And
3: I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, that's because Kevin has to be the fucking leader in this situation where he's on stage in front of everybody. He's never in that situation. I mean, but you look at somebody like Marin. Marin is pretty close to consistent
1: all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
3: George Carlin, very different, I think. I've heard that
1: Lewis Black, like quiet, sweet man, right? Always just like the nicest, yeah. right? And Not for mad. me,
3: that's the differentiation in my head. I'm like, well, how am I a leader in front of people
0: versus you know a peer hanging out? Yeah, I think those older guys though that came from an era where you did that. You had an act. You had like your you know. Yeah,
3: I mean there like, was that. The there was or that. Uh, there was that shit in the '80s yeah. where people there were didn't know and... didn't know what they were doing, so yeah. they were trying to like define, you know, what they would do. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just know... Like, when I just run into people randomly and uh, um, they're strangers and they're like, oh, yeah, I heard you're a comedian. And they expect me to be funny. I'm like, no, 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 I only... I only do that for people who deserve it. <laughs> and I decide who deserves
1: I have, it. I've I Lately, I've been having the hardest time because my friends have been asking to come see me more often. And, and they do that thing where they're like, and it's, I don't mind them coming. But if they can't, they're like, hey, sorry. And you want to be like, no, I, I actually we loved that you didn't prefer. show up. <laughs> Like, it's yeah. strangers I want. Right. Because, yeah, I tell hey, people you, all the time, don't can, show up. You can tell when I'm lying because you know me very well. Mm-hmm. But no, I want, I want the strangers. Mm-hmm. I want Strangers. It's, it's not a win if I beat my friends. It's not a victory. <laughs> it's literally, it, it doesn't... And that's
3: what it comes down to, beating the audience. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're proving to them that I your win. sense of humor yeah. is the best. Let yeah. you,
1: I won. I made you, you
0: feel like your closer is like, I told you, motherfuckers, I'm I funny. Proved, that I proved my point.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, I think that's the other reason why people get contentious over like offensive jokes or whatever. Like you know, They, they sit in the audience, and the comedian... Tells the joke, and they go, that's not funny, that's not funny, that's not funny, and I'm going to tell you why. And then they get in their head, they're like, no one was laughing. No, dummy, everybody was laughing except for you, yeah. Yeah. and you were too dumb to even realize it, right. because you're so <laughs> egotistical that your sense of humor is correct, that yeah. you need to beat the comedian. Yeah. But I was thinking about when average people, when does their sense of humor ever get challenged? Like us, it can happen joke to joke only
1: if they get in trouble every night yeah yeah if they if they say something inappropriate if you know the guy says that's what she said and slaps a woman on the ass yeah I guess yeah
3: it, it happens or a if you're the joke. funny
0: guy in
1: the office and then there's a new funny guy <laughs> yeah. then you're like
0: this fucking dude is just taking my yeah just attention. the fact that
1: they're sitting in mass is a challenge to everything we're saying facing right. us they're like we will decide with our laughter whether or not you're right. Yeah, every More or less ten. Is that how you view crowds, though? Not all the time, but a lot of the time, I do think of them as my opponent. Yeah, I think of it as a victory. Like I said, something that because a laugh is a reflexive thing, you can't. You a lot of times you can't stop it, and so when I get someone to laugh, it's like they didn't. They couldn't stop it no matter what. Like they didn't have a choice, so that's like a win to me. I I mean a lot of times I consider them like, "Oh, they come along with me."
0: You're implying that they
1: went there like. Let's see if these guys can make us laugh.
0: I think they are going like
1: Some that. Some of them, I think. I think there's a percentage that is like that for sure. I mean,
0: well, okay, yeah. Obviously, it's not
3: a zero you percent. Know, you know when they don't do there's that? At least they the guy. don't do that when they go to see a celebrity. Because when they're going to see a celebrity, they can't wait to tell you their fucking their asshole way. friends at work. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I saw so and so. They were great. Yeah. And they've already decided it's going to be great before the show even started. And I'm like, oh, really? So you were a 10 at the top of the show, and you were a 10 at the end of the show, and yeah. so you think guys, yeah. that guy's great? You were a three when I started, yeah, right. and you left a nine. Well, I a non- moved famous- you up six notches, <laughs> yeah. and yet all I did was meet your expectations? Yeah, right. Fuck mean, you. I a
1: non-famous comedian, they're like, well, why haven't I heard of this guy? Right. It's like, well, because you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, because
0: and you don't
3: have your thumb on the fucking pulse of comedy. I think there are comedy. more audience members like
0: you're describing in a city like this.
3: I, I think and they're life, everywhere huh? because I think culturally we live in a culture where people say my sense of humor is correct and anybody who doesn't have my sense of we humor must be a wrong.
1: Time where people are more fired up about their own opinions and people are so selectively offended. Yeah. And every, if whatever offends them and their group and everyone specifically, people have more. It's weird. People are way more powerless but way more egotistical at the same time. Because it's so much easier to express yourself online, I think you, people feel that they're more empowered because they can go online and yeah. voice their opinion. It doesn't write, do anything. They feel more matter, empowered, but like they're, they're literally right. powerless. They might as well be screaming that's outside. But I more
0: about serious issues. They feel like offended, and my opinion matters more than ever.
3: Well, and then they make the comedy a serious issue. <laughs> they're yeah. like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was, the comedian was bad, and he talked about this thing, he talked about that thing. Like they want to prove that their sense of humor is correct. Yeah. And that they've been victimized, and that the comedian is wrong, and they're like, "My opinion matters, so you should hear it."
1: It's also an easy target—is going after a comedian, as opposed to like going after someone else who could maybe fight. Like, if if you're going to really like fight back and shit on like a politician, that person may have very serious people that support him that are going to want to fight you back. Like, a comedian's fans are going to like in mass attack you. Really,
3: right? Well, it's because way easier, yeah. Well, and the other thing, going back to that whole funny idea, people are attacking comedians just based on funny or not funny, and what can you say? There's nothing I can do to prove to you that it is funny, because... You, it could be the most beautiful painting ever hanging on the wall. Yeah. And I ex- I can explain all the brush stroke and the goddamn composition and the coloring yeah. and you're still going to go, it's ugly. Yeah, it's just a bunch of no, colors. No, it's not ugly. Know. It's oh. the best. It's a yeah. masterpiece. But your emotional response is not, no different. No,
1: people make me explain to them why something's important art-wise all the time, that they don't like. Yeah. They're just like, I don't like that abstract painting. Why is it in this fucking museum? Like, yeah. when I'm like, the thi- they'll be like, is that a thing? And I'm like, yeah, it's that... No, we couldn't buy that if we had the money. Yeah, they wouldn't let us. Yeah, and it would be thirty million dollars. And they're like, why? And they get mad. Yeah. And I'm like, I. It just look. And I can't. You don't <laughs> like it, and just yeah. that's and fine. That's cool. Yeah, Move and could
3: that's you, yeah. I mean, you could explain to them that oh, there are things in that that nobody's ever done before. Like, just
1: and we'll Bieber never do is again. the equivalent of a thirty million dollar thing that I don't give a shit about, and yeah. I don't think is valuable. Right. But again, I'm not that mad. I'm yeah. Not like why? I understand why.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's worth $30 million because he's popular. He's but worth the way painting, more than that. But, but like, the painting isn't popular. It they are, is it. popular.
1: But in, in reference to all... The, when you look at the number of paintings... Uh-huh. If it's in a museum, you're a very popular painting. You're like a you're a headline.
3: All all of the people that want that painting didn't yeah. get it, and it's here. It's a very
1: popular uh-huh. painting. Okay, I mean it's in books, it's in calendars, it's in it's in a major city's museums. That's like that's that's being a very famous painting. Yeah, in the Bieber of paintings. and the yes.
3: and see. the tastemakers just decided.
1: Well, a lot of the people that decide are someone who bought it, who's really really rich, and yeah. needs it to be important. So that it can be worth lots of money, mm-hmm. so they donate it to a museum, therefore making it very important. Therefore, making all the other shit they bought more important, or stuff they bought from that artist. Yeah, that's what people understand. You go to a museum, they're like, you see a Van Gogh. Well, it could like, okay, Lachma has tons of Picasso's. Some oh, of them fucking suck. they are a bad. <laughs> there's such thing, by the way, as a bad Picasso. Oh, right. Yeah. He Just painted like, co- like two, two bad, three yeah. paintings a day, mm-hmm. and some are boring as shit yeah. and not good. And some of the ones that lock me are like, I'll, I went with someone recently and they're like, so they're like, ask me about Picasso. I'm like, well, that one sucks. Yeah. That's a shitty Picasso. Uh-huh. So like, it's also, you're allowed, it does, just because it is by a person who's famous doesn't mean it's good. Right. But the people that own the really good ones need all of them to be worth money because it, it raises the value of everything. Right.
3: And you know that with painting and you know that with comedy. Mm-hmm. Right. And the audience never knows that with comedy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, but that bit... What are you what are you talking about? Chappelle did that bit. I'm like, yeah, and it was poorly worded and it was clunky and yeah. he didn't deliver the punchline correctly. Yeah. And they're like, "No, it was funny, dude." No, it, <laughs> no, it was bad. It was really bad.
1: Or they judge her like, "Oh, I didn't like Chris Rock's last special." I was like, "Okay, well, go watch the other ones." Yeah and like you have to judge someone against the whole like, or they, they see him they'll see Chris Rock at the comedy store reading off a pad cuz he's getting ready for the Oscars or like he's lost it and you're like yeah. no God, not actually now.
0: you're like there's 10 people he's
3: this working guy, on new material <laughs> i didn't know he was going to be here yeah. and now now he's not good enough for me yeah,
1: yeah literally that's i mean <laughs> it, people they, it's what yeah, yeah, i agree with you nick people feel so much more empowered while being the least powerful they've ever been yeah. But they just like here's what I think like who gives a fuck.
3: Yeah. But here's my point they don't usually I mean your point is that people do that with paintings. Mm-hmm. I think As a culture, we have kind of taught people through education to be like, look, art's important, and it's got certain elements to it. And if you don't know those elements, maybe your opinion isn't going to be that good. Maybe it's not going to be that informed. And you could look really stupid if you give your opinion. That's taught about poetry and art and film, but it's never taught with jokes. It's never taught with humor. Right. It's only reinforced that if you like it it's good, if you don't like it it's bad. So then people are even more empowered to be like, "Yeah, that sucks, and I'm right."
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder why it's more like that with humor than like even things like, you know, music or whatever. Well, I think I think if I had music class in school, right.
3: In high school we studied poetry, we studied art in one class. There was no jokes class jokes are everywhere yeah they're on the fucking they're on license plate holders they're on the goddamn license plate now they're on bumper stickers they're on greeting cards and billboards there is no history of humor yeah and nobody learns anything about humor theory they don't learn anything about the history of comedy they don't learn any i was surprised to learn that aristotle said the first the first version of live performed comedy was songs about the penis and I'm like, well, wow, we've really come a long way, <laughs> yeah. haven't we?
1: But if you look at... like, And it's a shame because if you look at the role satire's played in, like, in political forums, yeah. it's super fucking important. Yeah. Super, super important. Yeah. I mean, elections... You can have a good joke that affects an election. Yeah. Or a bomb joke or something, you know, things right. like that. The date, like, you know, you watch... If you think Tina Fey, Sarah Palin didn't affect the election, you're high. It yeah. absolutely did, because and once again, like, no, we didn't write jokes. We just used her own words, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, she's a dummy." Yeah, it exposes people in a certain mm-hmm. way. You can do that with jokes that you because a joke a lot of times is a really great shorthand for a larger issue that you boil down into a couple one-liners. Right. Someone, some lady killed. Or she, got, she, she told a joke about George W. H.W. Bush, and she said he was born with a silver foot in his mouth mm-hmm. at one of the conventions. It got That's a, a huge line, yeah. laugh. Mm-hmm. And it, it, to the point where George W. spent like, his entire Texas career trying to get that lady out of office. That <laughs> one joke bothered, her, bothered the family so much. Yeah. Because it, it was at a convention, it, got, it crushed, yeah. and it get, ran on TV over and over yeah. and over. And that's the thing. It that She's stuff. Funny bones now. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. No. <laughs> the
3: Bushes won. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah, absolutely they won. They, they took her they out. out. Yeah, they yeah. killed her.
1: But you can <laughs> you can really fuck someone with a joke,
3: right? And I think people don't. They they don't receive any education about that.
1: I mean, with just Tina Fey going, I can see Russia from my house. It I was like, oh, like, you're a dummy. It's just <laughs> yeah. so
0: built into comedy that
1: comedy's funny that it's hard to
0: take seriously and study seriously.
3: Right, well, and I think because comedians are not valued because right. yeah. when when we do try to speak seriously, they say, well, that's not funny. Right. And <laughs> then when we make it funny, they go, well, he's not even taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's like no way there's way always win. a way for them to win.
1: I mean, yeah. the mush of the, I say like the the only. The Daily Show gets away with doing both. There's that stat like 40% of the youth or people under 30 get their news from The Daily Show. Right. And he, they've really walked that line of like, no, we're saying real shit here. Yeah. And we're just doing it in a very like digestible Political manner. Political satire that has always gotten more respect. Oh, for sure. Than just like you see a, a stand-up
0: comic or a sketch comedy show. It's, right. They're usually just silliness based right. on light-hearted topics. You know? Well,
3: and it's people giving importance to politics, right. not so much giving importance to comedy. Right? They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, that wordplay joke is important because it's about the president, right. but this wordplay joke is bad because it's about rape. Yeah. <laughs> you go, no, yeah. no, no, time out. I'm time in the wordplay business, by the way. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: it's really It drives me nuts when people will... Because now it happens, what, every three to six months or something? Less. Some Somebody's in Some trouble. blogger... Will be like this comic just said this about rape or racism or homophobia or whatever or they call them homophobic or something like that because right. they made a joke right. about that issue. Yeah, as opposed to like you know going after politicians. Well and. I've always argued laws. (laughs) I've always
3: argued (laughs) that uh, liberal audiences are the worst ones Mm. because they want everything. They are the worst. Everything in the joke to fit whatever agenda they want. Well, you Um, came up in
1: San Francisco. uh, Yeah. Every time I perform there, I've known it is. It can be difficult. Yes, I I feel like it's getting getting more PC over the years up there. It is.
3: It is. It's. It's getting really bad.
1: They tense up at the premise before they've heard your joke
3: well and the problem is they say say whatever you want we're big proponents of free speech here yeah Yeah. we didn't like what you said yeah you didn't even listen to what i said yeah (laughs) um i was doing a joke up there um i was i was like 22 years old i was working at some little theater north of san francisco and it was one of those gigs where the theater owner wanted to like take all the comics to dinner beforehand Mm -hmm. and really wanted to like you know, show them a good weekend and, you know, I'll go down to the beach and check this out. And, um, we're giving you the best accommodations and at the show, say whatever you want, say whatever you want. And at the time I was trying to do this bit about, um, people judging each other's sexual fetishes. And if there's some sort of scale of perversion in their heads, like if some guy is like, yeah, I mean, I fuck chickens, but they're not underage. Not like (laughs) that dude. And that dude's like, yeah, they're underage, but I don't tie them up. And then some other guys like, yeah, but at least I'm not a faggot. (laughs) And it's pretty clear. Like the joke is about people judging each other. Yeah. The theater owner wanted to talk with me because I used the word faggot. Yeah. And I was like, what? So, so you really don't give a shit about and context that was nine years ago. or content or yeah. anything like that. You're just going to bitch and moan about what words were used. And by the way, it was a character in the joke saying yeah.
1: faggot. That's literally you don't how. You jumped
3: down goddamn Gene Hackman's throat for something he did in Mississippi Burning.
1: Yeah. Right, right, right. That's how he, that guy basically acted like how the FCC acts. Like, no, you said shit on the air. It doesn't matter how. We <laughs> yeah. got a call and now we have to fine you. Yeah. 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 So, what did you say to him after?
0: Um,
3: I was a kid. I just went, Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm you're confused by what you're didn't saying. Because you look a lot like the owner that said I could say whatever yeah, I wanted. Yeah. yeah. So, that's where my confusion
1: is. You know what Where's I that say? Guy at? I just go, I'm an Eagle Scout. <laughs> yeah. I'm an Eagle Scout.
3: He was like, I, A lot of people were really offended. I said, They were offended? Yeah. He said, Yeah. How many? I said, Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm like, ah, that happens. It's this weird thing that uh, people are really readily willing to admit that art can be offensive sometimes. Uh And it can be offensive and beautiful simultaneously. But nobody ever wants to admit that funny and offensive can happen simultaneously. They're automatically on two different ends of the spectrum. If you are
1: angrier at a comedian than you are at, say... Whoever's running Syria at the moment? Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you if you have time to be angry at comedian, that's weird because there's things happening. This is a genocide happening. Yeah, like on the reg. Yeah, yeah. And so, like so, if you're like, I've chosen to be indignant today at this person I saw at the truck. Yuck! Yucks. Yeah. It's like no, you're a you're a dullard. You're yeah, you're not one, allowed to talk to me. One right now. comic
0: making a joke with the word faggot in it versus a senator. Who's preventing
1: all homosexuals from getting married. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Which guy's worse? There's a dude running right now for Senate who said he wouldn't draft legislation that would stone gays, but he would probably vote for it if someone else introduced it. (laughs) And he was like, I don't see a problem with it.
3: Oh, he was being serious. I laughed because I thought... No, he was being
1: dead serious. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. It's like, you're not in front of his house with a picket sign. You're mad at Ryan.
3: Well, I think they they argue, no, we're mad at him too. But that doesn't excuse you. You're still saying hurtful words. And I'm like, yeah, but in the context of something that you knew was funny because you knew the
0: intent of it was supposed to be funny. But going to those lengths to stop a comic from doing that. It's like, if you know you have an audience, why not use that audience to stop... The senator who's like, I'm kind of cool with gays getting stoned.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why not use your energy right. towards why, that? Why, yeah. Why are you blogging about the way
3: comedy uh-huh. uh, perpetuates rape culture, but not one word toward hip-hop?
1: That not right. one word toward hip-hop? I was literally thinking about that today. You know why? Because they're racist. And they literally <laughs> <laughs> don't. They're literally, don't, they're literally like, yeah. well, they can't be held to the same standard yeah. because... You know, they can't. <laughs> it's like, no, you're a racist. Yeah. You're, A, you're afraid of them. Uh-huh. You're afraid to stand up to their misogyny. And you're saying, well, I don't hold them to the same intellectual standard. That's total bullshit. Right.
3: Well, and they're afraid, too, because they're like, well, if I start attacking hip hop, then think I'm, think people I'm a can twist my words and make me sound racist. But as long as you attack a joke and say, that's not funny, there's no defense to that. So right. you always get to win. Yeah, You always win when you attack a comedian. When so you congratulations. Say, yeah, that's, also that's the thing. You have
0: opportunities to attack a comedian versus someone who says these things in a public forum. Seriously, you have way more opportunities. Because comics make jokes about those topics way yeah. more than a politician will say those statements right. into a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
3: Politicians are very
0: so gun-shy about... When your yeah. blog's not getting a lot of traffic, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, what's been offensive lately that I can start a mini-campaign over? I mean, look, Odds I get... some comic somewhere
3: has I made a I get that joke. you
1: and me, Ryan, as white male comics, are where evil comes from.
3: Well, oh, and not just as comics. No, but yeah, I'm, we... I'm responsible for everything.
1: Literally, we're yeah. the worst. I yeah. get it. But also, there's also some other <laughs> folks that if, if you're mad, especially lately, misogyny has been... To, Discussed a lot. Yeah, right. if you're going to be mad at me, how mad are you? At also at radical Islam, for instance, or religions in general. Yeah, and the way they categorize women and decide what they're allowed to do. Yeah, because if you want to know where we anyone learned misogyny, it's from those religious books where they're like, <laughs> "Hey, yeah, don't let them. You know, if they have their period, put them in a cave for a month because they're unclean. And if they don't wear a mask, hit them with the rocks until they die." <laughs> Like if you're gonna be pissed at me for whatever because I mistake because I brought up the, uh, a female comedian wrong, mm-hmm. like get to it when you're done fighting those people. That's my case.
3: Are you gonna start clapping or what, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> quit, quit sitting there looking at him, and fucking get on your well, feet. Part of it,
0: I was like. I wonder if he just got
1: called a misogynist recently. No, I didn't. I absolutely didn't. I'm right. per, I'm really careful and I don't I haven't yeah. ever been called a misogynist. Almost too <laughs> <Yeah>. careful. <laughs> Secret <I'm... laughs> misogynist. No, I don't I don't do the thing where I say, Are you re- are you ready yeah. for a lady comment like this I've is never done an example done that. of there's no way to get out of
0: Of being accused, like yeah, yeah. When did someone accuse you? No, I'm really careful. Why are you careful? Why? (laughs) Why why would you have to be careful? What are you hiding? It's like once there's an accusation, it's like good luck defending yourself against the internet. I
1: spend a lot of my time trying to figure out how not to fuck up. Literally, a lot of my time. Yeah, me too. That's
3: what my whole act is. Most of it's intuitive. (laughs) Most
1: of it is obvious to me. Like, oh yeah, duh. But at the same time, if I do make a mistake. The way in which people are getting pounced on, you're like, why don't you give me a chance to learn as opposed to stringing me up in the town square? Yeah.
3: I tweeted something about, uh, hey, I'm going to be in uh, Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to put a comedy baby in you. So Mm. come out, be fertile. Mm -hmm. And uh, this woman just writes, rape, no thanks. And I went, look, it's your (laughs) right to infer whatever you want from the joke. But don't insist that I implied that. And she says, well, telling me to show up somewhere and be fertile? I mean, what am I supposed to think? And I was like, if I impregnate you with a concept or idea, (laughs) does that require some forced sexual act that I'm unaware of? Right. No response ever again. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, because now if she got me in trouble, I'd be in trouble. But if she's wrong, there's no apology. Of course. There's no sense of, oh, yeah, I I should back off. But, I mean, that was starting in San Francisco, too. I had to be very careful with my words so that if somebody showed a complaint, I could be like, no, no, no. It, it actually means this thing. You're making some awful statement about third world kids. No, no, no. I'm actually talking about how American capitalist values sometimes have a negative effect on the rest of the world.
2: <laughs>
3: well, no. I mean, you're just saying that now. And then at the
1: end, well, I just <laughs> didn't think it was funny. All yeah. right, well, yeah. And People do that,
3: too. I mean, when you explain, like... Oh, that that joke didn't make light of rape at all. That joke actually takes rape very seriously, yeah. and it makes fun of this other thing. They you're go, just a
1: bad listener. They
3: go, well, it still sucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. So you're going to be right no matter what you do. Yeah. And you don't want to have any sort of information put into What you want me to do head.
1: is live an apology.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I think people don't appreciate jokes because they don't know how. Like, you you guys did a podcast where you were talking about having a class where you had to uh, learn how to sharpen pencils. Yeah. All right. And I was immediately like, that's amazing. Because if yeah. I had a class that taught me how to sharpen pencils, I would have a new appreciation for pencils every single time I picked one up. Right. Like, I would... Have a I deep up, and meaningful relationship
1: I look With the at, writing utensil I pick utensil. up a fucking pencil like it's a sword Yeah Like in a good one you're like Oh, oh, hello yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello my friend. Yeah. Let's go do some damage.
3: Meanwhile, Nick and I are just fucking throwing pencils but like around like But a good like, pen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean like but even like fucking a Dixon Ticonderoga, those 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 motherfuckers. Right. Those are pieces of garbage. Oh no. no. See no, that, those
3: are <laughs> See that everybody, the way Kevin's talking about pens is the way that comedians talk about jokes. Right. Right. And, and the rest of you just use fucking jokes for God you goddamn whatever bullshit do,
0: do you write on a computer uh, or uh, or a notebook? Or you... um, I switch. I
3: go back and forth. Okay. Um, usually, I will write in a notebook until there's some sort of idea that I really need to work out. Mm-hmm. And then I have to do a lot of cutting and pasting as far as right. repositioning things on the page. Mm-hmm. And so then I have to go to the computer. Okay. The best bits that I've ever written are the ones that I wrote and then took to the computer and just opened up a new file and went, all right, this is just for this one joke. Mm-hmm. And I write it out, and I cut, paste, reword, I get up in my apartment, rehearse it, go back, and then rewrite on the page, get up and rehearse it, go back, rewrite it, and then eventually it's perfect, it's memorized, it's everything I want it to be, and it never changes, I've never even tested it in front of an audience Wow. and then I get up and it crushes oh. and I'm like I should do all the jokes this way
0: <laughs> <laughs> why
3: don't you I don't know <laughs> I, th- I think laziness yeah because okay, yeah. it's a lot easier to be like oh well, I've got this little fucking one liner besides in the tiny little notebook in my back pocket I'm just gonna stand on stage and open to page yeah. 18 yeah. and say this I've bullshit. never
1: once tried really hard and had it go really terribly but the yeah. times I'm like oh, I got this one thing we'll see how it comes out on stage Yeah. 90% of the time complete bombing garbage and it ruins right. your content Confidence, yeah, you throw away the bit show. forever. Yeah. Yeah. If you just sat down and tried. Yeah. People go to work eight hours a day. It's the Seinfeld I thing. I can't...
3: Right, yeah. It's exactly yeah. what Treat that is. like you're going yeah. to
0: work. That's to why work. I used to write in coffee shops. You've so always long. been super diligent like that. Because I'm like, I'm, it feels like I'm reporting to a place to go at least for an hour or two. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had an office. Sit down. You could turn one of your... And it's not the same when you're at your house. It's so
3: distracting. Yeah. No, I have to, to I have get away from the internet. Yeah. Because I cannot come up with new
0: stuff on the internet. Right. Um, It's harder now because everywhere has fucking free Wi-Fi. There was a period of time where I'd I'd pick the coffee shops where they made you pay. And I'm like, good. I just won't use Wi-Fi and I'll be productive. Uh Just
1: discussing it made me look at my phone and want to turn it over. I know, of course. And then I I remember (laughs) for a
0: little while, I was like, oh, I know. I just won't take my computer and I'll just strictly write in my notebook and then I can just transfer that shit over later. Mm-hmm. And then I, my phone battery drains because I've been on the internet on my phone for three hours yeah, <laughs> or whatever. There's no way to win.
3: I specifically didn't buy an iPhone uh-huh. because I knew that surfing the web was easy right. on an iPhone. So I yeah. get the Samsung and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just too difficult. I'm not going to do it. And so then I tend to stay off of it unless it's like some emergency, like I have to Google. Oh, really? the definition of a word. <laughs> right. I ah. used to
1: do that where I stayed away from things so I was like this will be bad for my productivity. Mm-hmm. But then I would find when I later on got into it, I, I missed like nine steps of the thing. Everyone like today I had to go to the Mac store and the guy was like, "Well, all you got to do cuz there's something wrong with my phone." He goes, "Just go do this I go, I go what you just described. I will not do right." What was the what was wrong there's with? Something it? about it just isn't he so there's something wrong with my phone. It's just acting weird and it says I don't have a SIM card. What I do? And he's like, "Go restore it." Or something and I was like, "Listen, I'm <laughs> not gonna do." You're telling. Cause I was like, "Wait, I gotta do that at home. You can't yeah. do it right now." He goes, "Yeah." I go, "I'm not gonna do that right." Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is just wait till I get a new phone. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just I don't know how to do that stuff. I uh-huh. don't back things up. Don't know how.
0: Like I'm gonna hand this phone back to you. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: It bothered me that he put he like activated my iCloud because I was like I don't want I don't want that I don't want everything in the yeah. thing and yeah. I don't want it and you have no idea how to unactivate. No, I couldn't sorry. find it again. Yeah. <laughs> Could not. Now everything's in the cloud. Things I don't want in the cloud are in the cloud. You got to go back. You got to tell that guy, here's exactly what I need. You can't get yeah. out of the cloud once it's in the cloud? You nope. think you can? They tell you, like, you oh can. yeah, we can get it out. There's no way. You just yeah. turn it off. No, no. They tell you you can get it back. There's no way it comes back. Kevin's oh,
3: dick's saying... all over the internet right now. Right, Luckily, right, right.
1: I don't ever take a dick pic, but like, there's stuff in the cloud now that I'd rather not have in the cloud. Do mm. you have
0: the worry that you have personal information out there
3: it's the secret misogyny and all your texts <laughs> in the
0: cloud all your texts bunch of c-bombs <laughs> and text <laughs> messages c-bombs <laughs> cunt or oh cunt. is that a, oh, okay
1: yeah yeah uh, one of the big, big that's bad the c-bomb words. yeah yeah is there another c-bomb F-bomb, no i just c-bomb, don't cancer think, right yeah uh, arguably far worse yeah than cunt yeah, yeah. <laughs> cunt's great yeah but cancer like a dudes terrible. call each other that all the time cunt yeah british yeah. dudes yeah, I throw that word around. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like so. A when comma. I hear it, I don't think misogyny. I just think that's like a super dirty word. I just think it's like it's a high level of dirtiness yeah. as opposed to it hurting a particular gender.
0: It had its time where
1: I, people were like, "Bitch" is more misogynistic to me than "cunt." Right,
0: "cunt" just hits harder. It
1: oh, does. it's it's that's a well every. It, that's when you hear a guy like admit he called his girl. It's like I called her "cunt." You're like, "Whoa, dude! Yeah, you were mad." <laughs> like yeah. that's like oh. How'd you? What? How'd you fix it? Or what'd you do? Because that's a that's one that's hard to come back from. I couldn't imagine doing that. Have you? You never. Yeah. Twat.
3: No. Twat is so like too gross. Uh, It it spikes too much. Yeah. Cunt yeah. goes low. Yeah. Twat. People are like. Have oh, you ever dropped he, a C-bomb? he can't be
1: that mad. You ever dropped a
3: bomb <laughs> on your girl? Um, you know what? My ex girlfriend. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but she was fine with it. She didn't have any issues. Right. It wasn't. A, it was like a one of the first times I met her. She was uh, yelling at her friend because her friend's beer was kind of, uh, you know, when the it, it uh, somebody hits the top of it and it starts oh, to yeah, yeah, overflow yeah. and you have to drink really fast. <laughs> yeah. Her friend was in her kitchen, like <laughs> drinking the beer really fast, but it was like coming out of her mouth onto the floor, and she was like, "Drink it, you fucking cunt!" Yeah, and I was like, "Okay." Is C- that C- a C- thing? C- women yeah, yeah, call each cool. other a lot.
0: Do we know? Oh yeah, I see girls call calling each other. Okay.
3: I mean, women here's here's why they can kind of there's say so anything. much talk about misogyny right now because they want to prove that men are holding women down, and they really don't want to admit that women hate each other yeah. they fucking hate each other with a passion, and they will gladly stab each other in the back at any opportunity
1: Any dude who's been in a relationship for any amount of time listens to that their girl say things about their friends that are so shocking yeah. that you then have to go be around at a lunch or at a thing that you see have seen her, and the way they talk about them is with a venom yeah. that is so refined you're like, oh my, yeah, when, if I talk about one of my friends like this. personal, detailed
0: hatred that they can just go, like she'll talk about her friend Sarah and how awful she is on all these levels, professionally, as a friend, in her own relationship, so on and so forth and you're like, Jesus Christ, she sounds terrible and then you're like, all right, well, I got to get going. What are you doing later? Sarah and I are going to go get dinner. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if How you're not nice you? to Sarah, there's a problem.
0: Hang on. Sarah's calling. Hello. Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey honey. Hi. That's, yeah. Every girl has a friend
1: named Sarah who's like yeah. That exact I had to be nice to a person <laughs> that my ex-wife hated and did not. Literally, I, th- I think I've heard her say four nice things in, the, in the, the seven years we knew her. I had to be nice to her on a regular basis for seven straight years. Wow. Yeah. And it never a nice word. Just... Venom. Uh-huh. Pure venom. But I, I had to do, hang out with it's her. Like, had to go to all why her birthday parties. Do they stay
0: friends. Uh, yeah, if I you have no idea. If you had a friend like that, you'd be like,
1: we're wouldn't done, hang out dude. With him.
0: Wouldn't hang out
3: with him. You wouldn't
1: even have to say it. You just stop calling him, and then you That's guys aren't it. friends. Yeah.
3: yeah. You. St- well, and that's how guys kind of base our friendships. Like, oh, if we hang out, we're friends. Right. If we don't hang out, we're not friends. But even that,
1: I have friends I haven't seen in six months. They're still super good friends of mine. Yeah. yeah. And hey, as soon
3: just, as you guys hang out, you're back on the same page.
2: Yeah, right they you left so, so, what's easy.
1: Been, so what's been going on? Same shit. And he says the same thing. Then we're just talking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I was thinking about the phrase, um, all women are beautiful. All women are beautiful. And I was thinking about where I hear it and who's saying it, and who they're saying it to, it's always women saying it to other women. And it's always on like daytime talk show bullshit with right. Wendy Williams or Ellen yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, what? Well, if, if that's the message you girls are saying to each other, you're, and you're nodding your heads like, yeah, why don't men understand? But you're not even talking to us. And I started thinking, that's just some phrase that fucking Lane Bryant invented yeah. so that fat women would buy pencil skirts. That's
1: all it was. It, it was some a, piece of well, it's advertising. A sale, it's a sales thing. All, yeah, you could say all. Here's the thing. I actually think all people are beautiful to a certain degree. Everyone's right. If you're gonna idea. be
3: non-misogynistic,
1: if you, you say people. Like, if you, I, I really do think that if you spend enough time with almost everyone, yeah. you will find you like that fucking person. Was great. They did a thing. You, if you they see, really have a lot of value, yeah. everyone's got a thing. Everyone's got a thing. Most
0: people, even physically, have that you can find one thing. Everybody. Like someone's <laughs> like, well, you have pretty hair, pretty eyes, or a pretty smile,
1: or nice skin. That's all. <laughs> I remember being a, when I was a busboy. There was a woman that came to this restaurant all the time, and she, she looked really frowny. She was, a lot, she was probably in her sixties. Super, super frowny. Looked mad. Looked unhappy all the time. And then I saw her laugh. She had the most amazing laugh and smile I'd ever seen. And I was like, oh, man, what a fantastic laugh and smile. Yeah. And it's like everyone, literally every human, or they have like a funny <laughs> laugh, they, right. something about them. Uh-huh. But like, it's not all people are beautiful. It has to be like pointed towards a, a group. Well, but that's all about, uh, we, the, the pressure that's puts on women's looks is insane. It's yeah. insane. If men were judged by the same standards, we'd kill ourselves. Sure. We, we're so, like, we're... What, my version, if you, my equivalent of a female would be, consi- would be open to ridicule because of the way I look. I'm slovenly.
3: I do think, though, that uh, the pressure to get laid is, it, you know, tantamount to the same thing. Women have to be beautiful, but men have to get laid. Women don't have to get laid. Women who don't get laid are valued. They're actually pristine. They're pure. Men mm. who don't get laid, Garbage assholes creepers that live in their fucking mother's basement something is wrong with us you know there's uh uh, they've never felt that pressure Uh, day to day in every piece of fucking advertising in every sitcom you know (laughs) plot line yeah like if you're a dude and you don't fuck you're worthless
1: i realized at some point like recently i was like oh i'm months away from Getting laid probably just because there's no like groundwork being laid right now. Or there's uh-huh. no, your momentum there's no like prospects. Like yeah, I haven't been feeling like talking to people that much, so I'm just I'm just spreading out the distance. I'm like oh, I'm at least a month, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so like you're like, and then you're like oh well, I have this job coming up that's going to keep me busy. So we- this may fuck around and be six months.
3: Yeah, I've been in that place where I'm like, all right, if I'm going to get laid. I, just, I have to lay off the booze right. for at least lay off no, the booze. At least like a month and a half just kind of trim down. Oh <laughs> Get okay. ready to, you right. know, yeah. have physical activity with another person. Mine would be the opposite. Mine's <laughs>
0: like I want to get laid. Let's go to a
1: bar and drink. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. And then fucking figure it out. I there. just have to be like, "Oh, I got to figure out a way to be charming." Like that's, How takes, am I that's do takes That takes some real mental effort to, for me to do. Yeah. That's a real like that to me is like winning. I'm basically winning a a fun argument like I have to win that same. It's like it's like conquering a crowd like I have to come up with a workable bit to get laid like what's my angle going to be on this like I have I can't (laughs) just it's not just me being like hey I'm here like it's like I have to go trick that woman. I have to fool her. You have to fool her. (laughs) Yeah, I have to fool her.
3: Kevin, you're a smart guy. You can fool a
1: woman. (laughs) I yeah, but it's not easy. It's not nothing. (laughs) I just can't go. It's it's like all right, I gotta go. It's like I gotta. It's before you go on stage. Like let's okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Go do it.
3: Well, We'll and that's the thing. Women, there's value in not getting laid. You know, they're they're protecting themselves by not getting laid. So they're doing everything they can not to be fooled.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they are trying not to be fooled because they don't want to regret.
0: Well,
2: because if they have That's high numbers... Nick's angle. No, they,
0: no, it'd be put booze in me so I can loosen up oh, okay. and be, get out of my own head.
1: Oh, also, the yeah. more men... They, they, If women sleep with what society decides is too many men, they're looked down on so they don't want to waste one right. by being fooled. Right. They don't, they don't want to add one a, to their number and that is not a lie. lie about the number anyway. I don't uh, ask, I've don't. i never met a single I, I, that's girl that's why I don't ask because I don't want to be lied to that unless early
0: unless she's like I don't, I don't think of the, the slut thing as anything then they're just like whatever 40,
1: 50 I don't care yeah 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 like, I've I'm said not- this before that me, uh, Ari and I sat there one time we talked if a girl starts having sex at 18 and she sleeps with two guys I mean that's you get into the 30s but if you meet her when she's 30 which is when you kind of want would like to meet her she could have had sex with over 30 people that's not even remotely what could be considered what quote unquote like like Scandalous behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three a year or whatever. Three a year is nothing. nothing. One every four months. Uh huh. That's chaste behavior. Yeah, that's too <laughs> prude for me. Yeah. So by the time, so that's she's. Like, oh, eight. So you don't know how to fuck then? I yeah. Don't yeah want so twelve be... years. That's thirty-six dudes. She's like, I slept with thirty-six guys. You're like, whoa! But that is nothing. That's yeah. nothing. Nothing. Especially especially now. Imagine being twenty-one now,
0: with the hookup culture. Oh God. That's what they yeah. call it. The, the hookup, hookup culture. culture.
3: Hookup yeah, culture. you you get apps. It's like. <laughs> You get apps on your phone, and you have different hookups for different apps. Right. Oy. For Christ's sake. So a
0: 21-year-old guy or girl, I mean, how many people
1: I was you think, talking have they slept
0: with where that's – What have you met a 21-year-old girl who is like – or a guy and whatever. I've slept with 15 people. Mm-hmm. Would you think that was like, whoa, that's a lot for a
1: 21-year-old male or female? I start at 16, <laughs> five years, three a year.
3: Yeah. Well, I have a okay, solution fine. to this. Yeah. I never ask that.
1: Yeah, I never ask it okay. either.
3: Like I've had girls bring it up to me and I'm like, "What why would we talk about yeah, that?" I mean, when you're no dating what what good is that going to do yeah. for me to know or for you to know?
1: Well, I have a really small number so I'm like, "Mine's going to be way lower than yours, so you don't want to do this." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'm not saying <laughs> I've, for...
3: Yeah, I've been in a lot of committed relationships that yeah.
1: lasted a long time. Yeah. Exactly. So that
3: yeah. has lowered the number severely. Severely.
1: Right severely like you're gonna fuck around and triple mine so you should probably just ask me what we're gonna eat
0: yeah yeah i'm not saying for people you're dating i'm saying when you're just having conversations with people
3: oh okay yeah, yeah.
0: so if you met someone who was 21 and they're like i've slept with like 25 30 people would you think that's high i don't know i don't know
3: yeah i don't because i don't, I don't think so i would assume that they started having sex at 16 yeah
1: that seems normal when and people are having sex now
3: and then they probably went off to college.
1: You, you get a lot. Okay. In that first year of college, you probably fuck a lot of people.
3: I <laughs> like how you're like, probably. Yeah. I don't, I it's didn't, probably didn't, happening.
1: My college had no dorm, and I only heard stories. But uh-huh. <laughs> you probably crushed 10 there that drawings, first year. Right? Uh-huh. Between 5 and 10. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then that, so uh, you had maybe two in high school. So you're at 12 by freshman year of college. You're 19. Yeah. But look at lo- the way, too, we're figuring out these numbers. Where it's
0: like... 20 years ago, maybe, even having sex at 16, just doing it once was yeah. like, whoa, they're fucking? Yeah,
1: uh-huh. that was a, it was a story.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if a girl in high school had fucked three dudes, even in the
1: 90s, a little bit, it like, was looked down upon, yeah. She's
0: kind of like... Uh, yeah, like,
1: ooh, she yeah. looked, that lady uh, likes of the sex. But now like we're like, was...
0: no, it makes total sense. You start fucking at 16, 10 a year, no big deal. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. I think my mom's sister <laughs> was... <laughs> <laughs> well she got she got sent away whoa because sick. she was at a catholic high school wow. she got pregnant mm-hmm. and that's not you can't do that so she had to be sent away to be with all the other pregnant right, right. young catholic now you girls. get on a tv show and she did that <laughs> twice so i'm guessing my mom's sister in the 19 how old's my mom fuck i
1: have to say 60s or 70s
3: yeah so oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Early
1: 70s. sixties or seventies. But again, we're talking sexual liberation time.
3: Yeah, that's that was a whole Woodstock different thing. happened.
1: She wasn't there, but she heard about it. I mean,
3: fucking app. I'd rather have that in the culture. Oh yeah, I'd rather right. have. Right. Oh
1: yeah, man. <laughs> but also, I think I don't think women are ever just focused on one. Like, okay, I was talking to our friend David Taylor. Yes, and he was hanging out with this girl, and he was like, "I can re- I realize by the frequency with which she texts me that I'm third in the rotation. That All I'm right. third. I'm number three. Yeah. That, like, you go, she goes to one if he's not available to, two, and then, and then it's like, all right, sure, yeah, I'll get a David. And I feel like you're, you're somewhere in that. You gotta, you gotta, you can tell by how you're treated where you are in that, right. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> if you're, a, if you're, a, especially an attractive woman, a depends, lot of guys are getting at you. Depends on what you're looking for from the girl, though. If
0: you're looking to date that girl and you're, you can see that you're like third on a list of other. it's like, then just get out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, I just want to occasionally sleep with this girl. I'm okay being third. And then you're like, yeah, I'll make you number three. I'll the last find girl, two other.
1: The yeah. last girl I really wanted to date, I could tell I was, I think I was two. Yeah. And it would maybe fluctuate. Like if I really was, if I had a good day, <laughs> maybe I'd get to one, but I was mostly two most of the and time. Yeah. That
2: kind
0: of shit is totally fine for the first couple months because you're yeah. still feeling it all out anyway. If after a few months you go, "Hey, are we are you still seeing other people?" Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm I I just want it to be casual kind of that's it between me and you. It's casual. Right, yeah. That's the feeling." Right. Then you're like, okay, bye. Yeah, if I hadn't wanted to be
1: one, I would have been okay with it. But I wanted to be one. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm two. I can tell. Right. Not you would tell me that, but it was like, this <laughs> is obvious. I'm I am clearly two. Yeah, like Sometimes I'm not one. Make I've list never not been one.
2: <laughs>
3: never not been one.
0: Do you get in relationships quick though? I do though. Okay. Yeah,
3: but, I, but that's a me thing that I like to right. I like to connect with everything on a deep and meaningful level. <laughs> Except Music and uh, <laughs> well, no, I do I connect. I, I do connect. I just don't. I just don't like... They're tricking me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that does scare some women, though, because if they're looking for something casual... Yeah. Like I end up looking really um aggressive almost mm-hmm. because yeah. I like want to know things about them and I want to talk to them and they're like, oh feelings,
0: fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, I want to no, figure up like most guys don't do this. What's this guy all about? You're like, I'm just being like a nice No,
3: person. yeah. I wanna yeah. figure it I, out. I, I wanna I'll, know what you're like as a yeah. human I'm respecting and you. connect with you. <laughs> I'm <and laughs> planning my year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. I'm saying I way. have
3: shit to do. I'm very busy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah I don't want, I don't want the, the, Being casual Just is uh, Stressful it Just is too confusing I want to know you like me And that we're Trying to do something here
0: That's cause you Have already planned like, This is a girl You already like Yeah I don't you know usually, when a girl Where you're like whatever You don't think about her That much I don't you get usually stressed.
1: Pursue a woman I don't know That I will like for real Oh, yeah, I don't I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, because I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to have an awkward conversation. So I kind of wait till I'm like, oh, I like the shit out of this person. Uh-huh. I go after them and then it works or not. But right. I kind of know that I'm really interested in them for real. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't I don't want to be like make it seem like I was interested in them and then be like, ah, no, just kidding. Yeah. If it's something you can tell right away, you're totally into You're like, OK, yeah, let's date. Yeah, you
0: just you end up you don't text them at one a.m. You text them at four. You talk. <laughs> let's go out to dinner. Let's yeah. You kind of establish those right. parameters where you're like, hey, we're we're treating each other like we want to date. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we're know? treating each other like. people. But then there's some girl and girls do it. They've done it to me where they're like they'll only talk to you right before a bar is closing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you can tell you're like okay yeah. So you just you're using me. Uh-huh. And if you're like I'm not crazy about you either as far as dating wise. I'll use you. We'll just use each other. Yeah. yeah. When you get a and then Are the you The using up, is canceled out, and you're just like, we're just doing this casually. No right. one
1: sends an Are you up text to someone they want to date for real. Right. Right. Because that's, if that's the only text you got that day for them, Are you up? Mm-hmm. Then you're they're they're trying to use you. Yeah. If Hey
0: comes the text, just Hey. Hey. If that comes <laughs> after 11 p.m., they're not into dating you. No. They yeah. just want to fuck. And you're like, that's well, fine that thing, if that's
1: what you want too. When you really, really like someone, you want to hang out with them all yeah. day long. You're like, yeah. hey, let's meet at nine AM and then just keep hanging yeah. up. <laughs> when I hear a girl sometimes like, yeah, he'll just text me, hey,
0: or whatever, or those kinds of things late at night, it's like, you know what that means. Don't <laughs> respond. Uh-huh. I've had girls where I'm like, I'll do that and I'm like, hey, what's up or whatever, and it's like near last call around that time. And the ones that respond, like, they get it. And they're like, I don't want anything from you either, dude. It's just this. It's a physical. That's it. But then the ones that are like, oh, I know what you're doing. They just won't fucking respond. And then you don't have to get mad yeah. about
1: it. Babs Gray, that comedian, did a really funny thing. Okay. It got put on Gawker where a guy started sending her, like, late night sex, who she right. didn't even know him. And she replied with the lyrics to a Smash Mouth song. Oh, that's pretty Broken funny. up into text. And he just he just kept replying. She was like, it was the all-star song. <laughs> and she That's like she good. starts out. And she's like, "Yep, somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me." And he just keeps because he's trying to get it so hard. And he didn't, he didn't keeps, even notice. No, he keeps having a conversation with with good. her Smash Mouth song. <laughs> That's
2: pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty
0: good because uh, this doesn't the song start with "Hey, babe." Yeah, because he was probably like "Hey," and she goes "Hey, babe." How you
1: doing?
2: Well, You're it starts star. with the guy goes, hey,
1: I've ever told you that, how sexy I think you are? She goes, no, because we've never hung out and don't really know each other. And right. then he just keeps at it. And she's, I think it's some, that, wh- <laughs> but by the way, what a weird light bulb. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to break up the lyrics of Smash Mouth's All-Star and reply with that. Yeah. And it, it's pretty fucking funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, But again, me and Ryan are the villains. Oh, yeah.
0: How long does this go? We kind of just long. go until we're like, yeah, we're done. Huh. We're at an hour thirty-seven. Uh-huh.
1: That's a, that's I feel like long, wrapping up. That's long for us.
0: Is it long for us? We we uh, <laughs> we never give a time, but whenever it naturally ends, it's between an hour fifteen, hour thirty. Yeah, it's just how it naturally goes.
3: I feel exhausted.
0: Do you? I mean, we co- we covered a lot
3: of time. We did. It was good. Yeah, yeah. We talked about comedy and music yeah. and art scouting. Talked about boy scouts. We talked yeah. about fucking. The location of El Paso, Texas, in mm, relation to other <laughs> geographic
0: <laughs> <Woof>. cities. <laughs> El Paso's got. Yeah, a I actually there. now know it takes eleven hours to get to Denver from El Paso. Yeah, that's a that's a slog. I've never <laughs> even wondered how long. The Phoenix thing, Austin, because I've, I've done that drive. Uh-huh. Texas is so fucking big. But I've learned a Just new
1: thing. now. now. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's El Paso, Houston is fourteen. Jesus. Mm. El Paso to Palm Springs is and thirteen 14 hours, and you're in Houston. Is it really? Yeah.
1: That's funny.
0: It's not like when you get to Houston, you're like, yay! You're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, Houston sucks. Austin's great.
3: Houston is one of the comedy cities that I just can't work in. Houston's Because really. the heat and humidity yeah. is so oppressive mm-hmm. that it just slows down the culture completely. Right. Everyone's and, miserable uh, and
1: tired and sweaty and grumpy. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're, they're sitting there just looking at you exhausted in the yeah. comedy club. What's your favorite city for comedy? um i like going to minneapolis acme uh-huh okay. um st louis i do pretty well uh-huh. um because that club that funny bone has been there for so long mm-hmm, like really? it looks the same as the day it was built but oh wow you know aged there. right <laughs> yeah, yeah um and i think the audiences just know what they're gonna get there and so i think it's booked really consistently I mean, that's the thing with Acme, too. Booked really consistently. So the audience that shows up there is trained to know. They literally like, trust the brand. Oh, okay. This will be good. They get good people. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they will go, okay, um, this may not be for me, but I have no place to say it's not good because mm-hmm. this club brings in good comedians.
1: The punchline has that reputation, too. Yeah, in San Francisco, South yeah, South
3: yeah, yeah. But dealing with the San Franciscans is difficult. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you miss it up there?
3: Um, I, lo- I love that city. Yeah. I like being in it um yeah i mean as far as the comedy scene up there i think everything's changed really? so much that i wouldn't even recognize it
0: how often do you play the punchline still mm, i
3: think l- i was there last april okay but uh yeah i mean headline spots
0: are hard to come by in they that are club. hard to come by there yeah, yeah and, and it's a tough club yeah. you actually helped get me into that club yeah you did yeah, I remember you were
3: going up to work to do like the Sunday thing, right?
0: Yeah, I was going up to like visit friends or I don't know what it was. And but you I was just like, wanted to get on on Sunday. I wanted to try doing that for once. Yeah. And then I you were like, oh, I'll put in a good word. And then ever <laughs> since that night, uh-huh. I've worked there once a year. Some Yeah, usually once a year. Nice.
2: And
3: yeah.
2: then
0: Sacramento too, ever since that night.
3: I think it's because I do it so rarely yeah. that people take it seriously. I think you yeah. even said
0: you're like, look. Don't fuck up, like yeah. jokingly. Do
3: not fuck this up for us.
0: Yeah, but it's such <laughs> a good room on it uh, for a Sunday night like showcase night. Yeah. When I walked in there, because in my head I'm like, oh, it'll be like the comedy store or the, or the Laugh Factory's open mic or just no. a nightmare, full on show. Like, dude, buddy. I hope I don't bomb. You get in there, there's 120 people, wow. which is not even full, mm-hmm. and they're a real audience members. Yeah. And they're in a great mood, and then you look like you're fucking. No one's ever seen you before the comedians, and like, mm-hmm. who's this fucking dude? And and what's really nice is none of those people are really bridge and tunnel
3: people. Those are like San Francisco people that right. wanna support San Francisco comedy. Yeah. And so it's a it's a whole different vibe. The weekend crowds are typical comedy club, weekend crowds that are like, We need something to do. Yeah. Let's go to a
1: comedy club. We've seen all the museums. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I, how many museums are open at nine PM on a Friday?
2: Well
1: I'm just saying they saw all that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta don't culture know. it up.
3: Yeah.
0: Because what's there to do? We in went serious? to the bookstore.
3: Uh, Minneapolis at Acme, the open mic on a Monday, always sold out. Right. But they they don't charge for tickets. It's literally free. Oh, wow. And there's no drink minimum. Oh, but people geez. get in there, and then they're in a full-packed room, and they're there for an hour, and then they go, I'm... Kind of thirsty maybe we get a beer yeah mm-hmm. maybe two beers right. maybe it's Minneapolis so we get shithoused <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> maybe it's and the cheese stick I've seen people get up from their table and leave during the open mic and people from the bar come
0: in and fill those seats that. It sounds like a fantasy world. I saw yeah. a comedy here in L.A. where yeah. open mics were a coffee shop. You four other comics, mm-hmm. a guy on a fuck doing homework or whatever. Who's like, "Why is this happening?" I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, and that was a great open mic. Yeah,
1: yeah, an open and mic you know the difference. Um, Laundromat. People
3: will toil away. In front of crowds of hundreds of people <laughs> yeah. developing great comedy for years on end, mm-hmm. and yet you LA assholes get picked out of the fucking coffee shop open mic to go on goddamn <laughs> The Late Late Show and fucking right. Premium Blend Don't and whatever me. else yeah, garbage. I never did that. I never did that. Yanked, but that was a possibility here. Right, right. yeah. And uh, everywhere else, like you do comedy for like four or five years in the hopes that maybe
0: yeah.
3: you'll present seven tight, amazing minutes mm-hmm. that you'll maybe get to go to Montreal. Right. Maybe. And, you know, it's so cutthroat because it's their only opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you're, you those showcases fucking are more, there's more put on that stage than any show I've ever seen in L.A.
0: What, a showcase environment? A
3: showcase environment in Minneapolis, San Francisco, oh, Chicago, okay, yeah. like those other cities where they aren't constantly having right, access yeah. to the entertainment yeah. industry. Holy shit. Because everybody goes, yeah, I'm going to uh, run my six minutes for two weeks. <laughs> just to get ready uh-huh. yeah. for this special one <laughs> once in a once I be, a year I will opportunity I to
0: get me out of this town forever. I did start
1: yeah. to take Montreal showcases for granted for sure Yeah It's like oh yeah every year I've showcase for Montreal yeah.
3: Well and you're on with whatever random asshole Re- just got great management a real mess
1: mm. and, It can be uh, a real I've seen some legit bombings on a Montreal showcase oh, out yeah. here where yeah. You're like what happened over
2: there
0: It's mm. always two of your two or three of your friends and you're like who is that I've never yeah, seen Yeah literally a before. person you've never
1: heard of and they just go eat hot and
0: you're like, how did you, yeah. who put yeah. you, why and did then you do those that? guys go? And then two funny people.
3: And I've you know. seen those people break at festivals, right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On stage, they're like, oh, this fucking crowd sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, you're, <laughs> say that? you're at the That's biggest crazy. festival in the world, and you're breaking? What the fuck is going on? And then at the end of the week, they're like, yeah, I just got to deal with Comedy Central. You yeah. go, what the fuck?
0: Well, they like, you could crowd even sucks even <laughs> like,
3: You they, couldn't even yeah. handle seven minutes. I
1: know. Look, it's a free-for-all. I know. I know. Don't expect fairness from an unfair situation. When did you go?
3: I went last year, and I went in two thousand eight. That's
0: a new face in 08.
3: No, I did the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival. So, oh yeah, I back wasn't. When you couldn't do both. I wasn't allowed to be a new face. Ah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, because I won the Boston Festival in two thousand five. Uh. Uh-huh. In September of 05, and then HBO started that festival in Vegas, right? Yeah, I remember the that. Comedy Festival uh-huh. in association oh, with yeah. TBS. Yeah. Oof! And they had a they were trying to do a thing called the New Marquee, mm-hmm. and so the New Marquee was like, uh, I think it was Aziz and Ryan Hamilton, uh-huh. Lonnie Love, mm-hmm. me, Jessica Kurson, and one more, Matt Matt Folcheron. Okay. And, uh, um, and after that, that was in November. And then they said, yeah, you're going to go to Aspen as well since it was HBO putting together both festivals. So then I did Aspen and I never got to, right. I mean, Montreal wasn't even happening until July. So yeah, there was no choice. I was going to take what was in front of me. <laughs> of course. It's like yeah. a hungry animal. You just yeah, go, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that sounds mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I'll do those two festivals instead of that one. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, since we're back on the topic of comedy, where, plug some dates. This comes out on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. All right. Check your phone if you need. I'm going to be in
3: Madison, Wisconsin, the mm. second weekend in July, okay. whatever that is. Whatever's Fourth of July weekend after that. Okay. Um, I think it's July 10 through 12. Um,. Keep watching for me on Chelsea lately. I think I'm in Austin, Texas, August, okay. second week of August, okay. and then uh, go to YouTube. Find me on YouTube. Watch some clips. And figure out who I am.
0: Twitter is Stout Ryan. Correct. Not Ryan Stout. Yeah, he's Website? some web
3: developer in <laughs> Montana. <laughs> fuck fuck that has guy. Thirty million followers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he gets tweeted at constantly.
1: Hey, great job. And I don't deal. Side I side side. don't deal with any of it. You're a misogynist piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs>
3: fuck you. <laughs> um, You're a
0: racist You're a
3: homophobe It's yeah. weird He's a web developer Who has designed things But all of the internet real estate Except for Twitter I'm ryanstout.com ryanstout.net I've got Facebook yeah. forward slash ryanstout yeah. Myspace You've got it, it was, I just, YouTube I just couldn't get Twitter And I'm That's like funny. okay Weird Weird That's weird how
0: he we picked that one Yeah it's odd The one that came after all the others no, I think he all.
3: early adopted to that one He was when, probably okay. one of the very first people on there because yeah, he's a web guy who has like, developer, developer oh, yeah.
0: knowledge. Let's kill him. All right.
2: All right. Thanks for coming on, dude. No, thank you guys. Yeah, this is great.